I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Let me flaunt the style. I think that the time's near when we drop studs. There will be no duds here. Rappers play dumb, kind of on the space tip, but when they hear the jams, they be on the deals, Nick. Now, I'm not for the rock. I know the territory. Go ahead and try. That's a different story. Similar to Graham, I could write a better one. All about a kid who couldn't rap and didn't run. Stand on the side. The rap is getting dumb. Resort to banging Billy. Ask could he have some. No, never, ever. Come back and try again, man. If you come back, I'll be the first to shake your hand. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast with your host Rod and Karen. And we're in the house on a Sunday. I'm getting a little bit of a later start than normal. Because uh, we realized that we're our own bosses today and we can start whenever the fuck we want. Um, so, uh, well, it's a little closer to 1230. Um, but uh, there's no football on that Show we night. have to worry about. Nope. Missing, so, um, anyway, uh, the Blackout Tips, you can find us at theblackouttips.com or tbgwt.com if you don't want to remember everything. Um, and you can also, uh, while you're there, click on things, like things, uh leave comments voting polls if you're a premium listener you can become uh i mean if you can uh, become a premium listener if you're not by going to the blackoutist.com slash premium very easy um and uh of course uh the official weapon of the show is Potato. an unofficial sport it is bullet ball a bullet ball extreme and uh make sure you leave us some five star reviews guys on itunes and stitcher we love reading those hearing what you think about the show uh the only rule we have is that they're five stars and that um uh, we like them mm-hmm. so you buy by them guidelines you will get read if not yeah. i don't know what to tell you if we don't like them then you know just we won't be your friend and we won't read them also so i mean you know we can't make you do anything Mm-mm. but you know you should totally do what we tell you to do. Um, anyway. And um, why? Because, you know what? We're a cult. We are a cult. And you guys should definitely uh, do exactly what we tell you guys to do. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So there's a couple things. First of all, we have we are double sponsored today. Woohoo! That's right. Well, we're sponsored by Shadow Dog Productions. Go on iTunes and get the best of Rod and Karen, our latest uh, and... Uh, only right now knock on wood uh itunes album um with all our voice acting and our comedy comedic voice plays and uh we have friends of the show people who've been on the podcast before mm-hmm. uh you've heard them all and they're on there with us and uh there's gonna be a lot of comedy this will be uh pretty much a last chance before you know we start getting our new shit out there and I do think you guys are going to go get caught up on the old stuff before you hear the new stuff. Yes, you would. So that's iTunes, the best of Rod and Karen. Um, just make sure you like that. And uh, if you don't buy it, just leave it a five-star review anyway. Correct. And uh, say how awesome it is because that also helps the show out uh, when you take the time to do that. And our other, uh, our other sponsor is a little sexier. Let me see if I can find some other sexy music. You know, there isn't much time left to get your candies and your chocolates and all the things that you want for Valentine's Day. Correct. 
but you can make this valentine's day one that you'll both never forget with this amazing offer from adamandeve.com through valentine's day you'll receive 50 percent off of just about any item just go to adamandeve.com and you'll find over 18,000 adult entertainment products, including toys, lingerie, and a seemingly endless selection of adult DVDs. And there's more. With every order, you'll receive our romance kit free. The romance kit includes a toy for him, a special a special massager for her, and a little something that we both, we know you'll both enjoy, guys. Okay. And we both know you'll enjoy it. Me and Karen, we know you guys will enjoy it together. Mm-hmm. Plus a free adult DVD to put you in the mood. And that's not all. They'll also throw in free shipping on your entire order. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special Valentine's offer. Get 50% off of one item, a free romance kit, and free shipping when you enter offer code TBGWT. That's TBGWT at adamandeve.com. Back when songs, all songs had to have a solo in the middle. Like, amount of it's a xylophone, flute, saxophone. Ah, somebody had a solo. Guitar, something had to jam for 45 seconds by itself in the middle of it. Of Um, course. All right, we got all kinds of stuff to get into. Uh, I think first, maybe we'll start with something we haven't started with in a while. Okay. Um, And that is uh, the Cosby Show. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, the news didn't go nowhere, guys. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> oh shit! Why is this? It's still there. Yeah, it's this is a lot of, lot of Cosby still doing shit. So I guess we should get yeah. into some. <laughs> he ain't disappeared. Oh wait, let me see if I can find a different version. What about this one? Damn it, that's the same version. What about this one? Oh shit, girl! <laughs> Come on in here and have a sip of this tea. <laughs> I'm about to lick you up and down. Mm. Oh shit! <laughs> this nigga playing on Quiet this? Storm or some shit. Yeah, what is this version? It just says the Bill Cosby Show. Yeah. What? It's three minutes and thirty seconds long. They slowed this shit down, boy. Mmm. Have some. This is what it sound like right before you pass out after you have a sip of his drinks. Yeah. Oh, what is that music? Yeah, that's what it sounds like to you. Would you like some pudding? <laughs> what? What? Why is the room spinning? <laughs> <laughs> no pots <laughs> for me. Man. Then you go down Sound to like the bad. heart. Sound like a bad porno music. <laughs> yes. All right. So uh, we'll let the chat room pick numbers of what stories it covers. It's like one through twenty guys, something around there. So yeah, we'll just, let uh, y'all pick whoever got the quickest internet. Yeah, we'll just let you guys pick and then uh, determine uh, which number of what story we cover. Uh, keep in mind, the more current stories are closer to the top. So like one, two, 
those will be your stories that are being covered now. And uh, sitting at the bottom is uh, the older stuff. Wait a minute, are we even? I don't see anybody said voting. Me either. I don't. I don't know. Uh, I don't know because I just posted something that didn't go through. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Let me uh, try refreshing. Yeah, because yeah. I'm moving. I see you moving, but yeah, apparently uh, nobody on Twitter said anything about not being able to see the show. Unless it's like a huge delay or something. Yeah. Maybe three cast is fucking up. Well, we'll just play some more creepy right. Cosby music while we get this together. Yeah, you come back in and then I go back out. Well, those people write in that uh, they don't always agree with us on stuff. I always assume that it's Bill Cosby being a rapist. Yeah, I I hope not. I just assume the worst about people. I don't agree that he was raping all them 37 women that he, you know, maybe like Mm. half of the women. Maybe two thirds. Yeah. Can you just let them go at 15% of the women getting raped? It should be zero. Should be zero, people. Should be zero. I'm currently at zero. I would like for everyone else to be closer to, a lot closer to zero than 35. But, you know, that's just my hopes. Um, yeah, it's not coming back up for me. And, and they can't see or say anything in the chat either. Might be a day we got to go to vocal again, man. Sweetcast is starting to have... Um, yeah, I've been checking out some other ones that we possibly could use. Because, yeah, because this is somewhat annoying. Fuck. All right. Yeah, I just hold on. I think we might. Let's see what's. Yeah, Leonard Brothers just said it's fucked up for him too. This is terrible. Can't believe. Yeah. Let me see. It's another one I was checking out. Let me see if I can find it. Hold on. Another what you were checking out? Three cast? Uh, no, yeah, something similar to it. Okay. Well, I mean, but, we don't have all the time in the world. Yeah, we already set up a vocal, so. Because yeah, this shit is fucking annoying. I'll, I'll check out the other one. I think it's a bit better than vocal. Alright. Man, this sucks, man. Yeah, because it's random and. Alright, let me pause the actual recording. Uh, after what appeared to probably only be seconds, not even a second to the listeners here. In podcast land, because we hit pause on the recording, um, Spreecast fucked up and we had to switch to vocal, so um, shit, it's all fucked up in the game right now, but we're mm-hmm. still going to talk about Bill Cosby, um, and uh, I don't know if we have enough people in the chat, but uh, if uh, they want to give numbers for the Bill Cosby uh, stories, we will uh, go ahead and... Um, Pick those, use those numbers, and uh, get the stories. All right, Jay Fools in the chat. He says, number one, uh, protesters threatened to rally outside of Cosby's show in Boston. That's right. And actually, there's an update to this one, which is oh, funny. It, it already, like, we got an update live on the air. Um, he had to cancel his show. He had a show in Boston, 
um that he was gonna uh do um and uh there were a women's group that was like gonna protest it so he just canceled the show um he could have faced a hostile audience inside and outside the boston theater where he was scheduled to perform on sunday wouldn't work it to him was it nope it's about to be the boston massacre up there you know they already got a problem with race Demonstrators threatened the rally outside of Wilbur Theater. The protest Cosby show, the 77-year-old entertainer faced sexual accusations from at least 15 women. I love how no news outlet, even news outlets that do this for a living, no one knows the number anymore. Yeah, everybody makes their own numbers up. It's like at least 15 is yeah, what they like, feel comfortable saying. It's probably at 30 th- now. Right, if you really keep in tally, but a lot of times they don't, so they just... I'm not trying to say they downplay it, but they go, well, it's 15. Anything over the net, we don't care. Just just say at least 15 so it don't sound as bad. Yep. Several Boston area women's groups said they plan to gather outside the theater and to call for the cancellation of Cosby's two Sunday shows. Theater owner Bill Bloomerite told the Boston Herald he tightened security and outside the venue, uh, inside and outside the venue as precaution. Yeah. And so then uh, he uh, canceled the show uh like i want to say that was like the last headline i read about him um today was that he was like yeah i got i can't do this shit right right because no matter where the fuck you go people are going to protest like that's not going to be an option and the people that actually are going to enjoy the show are not going to come because they don't want to be harassed either right i mean you really can't blame anybody for that shit because no. you know nobody wants to deal with you know even if i at this point even if you wanted to make the argument like look i just am a fan of bill cosby and i just want to be able to um you know go to this show and, and be entertained and listen for myself you're still gonna have a lot of people like nah nah dog um i'm gonna i'm gonna ruin your time because fuck you fuck him he ain't getting no love here um all right let's get another number from the audience and uh we'll uh um <laughs> let's get another number from the audience and we'll read that too someone said why does free cast hate you in the chat i don't know why but that, and you know what man in all fairness to free cast this has only happened a handful of times and we broadcast on there probably 500 times so i don't want to throw it in, throw them under the bus but yeah, it was terrible today. I don't know what happened. Um, but yeah, it, uh, give us another number in the chat. We'll do that story in the Bill Cosby thing. Um, it's up to you guys. Uh, five says Chuck Spears. All mm-hmm. right. Let's look at five here. Um, number five, Bill must have been a bad boy. Bill Cosby's friend and former coworker, Alan Thick says he has no doubt sexual assault allegations against the actor are true. Alan Thick, wow, you guys might know him. He's a, he's a television dad. So, do you guys believe him? Since he's a television dad too, since you thought Cliff Huxtable was a real person, a fellow television dad is weighing in on the numerous allegations of sexual assault that have been leveled at Bill Cosby over the past few months. Alan Thick, who starred in Growing Pains and was a producer on Cosby's variety show Cos back in the seventies, said in a recent interview, "There is no doubt in my mind, Bill Cosby was a bad boy." This that this despite the fact that Thick also states in the interview he still considers Cosby a friend. 
when there's that much conversation when there's that much smoke there must be some fire he told the toronto star i'm sure that bill must have been a bad boy i think the issue will be to what degree yeah i can see they the title of this like they tried to make it sound like he was calling bill Cosby out, but really he's trying to say like he was probably fucking women and cheating but i don't know about this right thing uh that being said thick was also quick, post, quick to point out that he never once witnessed any behavior from uh, this behavior from cosby well yeah um i don't know guys how many rapes are you guys used to watching you know what else you never witnessed um motherfuckers stealing shit like hey i didn't see my uncle rob the bank you know what i mean like i don't know why people keep using that as an excuse for crime I well, I, I never true. saw the murders yeah no one saw the oj murders man so i guess it never happened it's not like when you go to court, a criminal trial in the courtroom, they go to the jury. Did you see him rape the woman? Then how can we ever know? Dismissed. Don't work like that. In my history with Bill, I saw absolutely nothing of the controversy around him. Now, I just saw a guy who was doing his job. And while he is quick to praise Kazi for all his contributed, all he has contributed to the world of comedy and for being one of the guys who really rescued the sitcom, Thick also says he is not sure how to move forward in his relationship with the actor, noting that he has not spoken to him since women began coming forward last October, claiming they were drugged and raped by the comedian. Cosby, meanwhile, is continuing his North American stand-up tour, seemingly oblivious to the protesters who have begun to gather outside the shows. Oh, well, not, not today. He's not oblivious. Not today, he ain't. Had to cancel that shit. Right, because, I mean, it's just one of those things where at first, and not to sound cynical, but at first... I think to him and his people, it was quote unquote cute because it was some shit today. You know, years ago, they let that shit just ride and could blow and he felt like he could just keep going and people would ignore it. But in the age of the internet and the age of the, um, the internet mobs and shit and trolls and shit like that, that shit ain't going to just evaporate and disappear. And as long as you continue to put your face out there, they're not going to forget yeah and they made it seem like he was quoted saying no doubt the allegations are true but he actually was never quoted saying that um it looks like here so yeah i don't know why why they put that quote as the title it he just said that he thinks bill Cosby has been a bad boy just he didn't say there's no doubt that it's true i mean unless it's let me check the link to the toronto star article they said um yeah true the word true doesn't even appear in the entire article oh so what the fuck those aren't his quotes at all and to me in my opinion it sounds like a guy kind of towing the line like hey uh he was doing something don't know what though we'll never know no way to find out let's stop asking questions he's still my friend but we never talk right you know um all right and then uh we'll do we'll do one for that I want to do for Bill Cosby. Okay. Um, Dr. Reverend James David Manning did have something to say. He had something to say about the topic at hand. He definitely wanted to get in on is Bill Cosby, the most notorious, the world's most notorious rapist. Oh Lord. And uh, we need to see what he had to say. I want to weigh in on on the Bill Cosby event. Uh, you know that uh, a week or so ago, uh, when the allegations first began to surface, uh, after the comedian in Philadelphia made the comments that Bill Cosby was a rapist, um, 
that I was supporting Bill Cosby at the time. I think there were maybe nine or ten women that had come forward. And my observation of the uh, way this matter had been expressed, notwithstanding there had been a settlement back in 2000, and I'm, I'm sure exactly what, what 2012 maybe, uh, uh, with one complaint, a person that complained against Cosby having drugged and raped her. And I stated that I was still supporting of Bill Cosby. I'm looking at this matter now uh, and the patterns of, of, of uh, that, I think, the behavior that is now being displayed by a group of women moving towards 30 people now making such complaints about Bill Cosby. Um, I want to step back from my statement of support. Uh, oh, shit. I, what the fuck? What is happening today? This is the most reasonable thing that has ever come out of this man's mouth. Now, this is a seven-minute video. It has to go wrong. I, there's no way. That it's going to be reasonable the whole time. Whoa. I Right now, I, I cannot knowingly and willfully, after this full examination of as best. And, and by the way, this is no final determination. I simply want to say I'm stepping back from uh, from my support until uh, there can be clarity given. But I, I cannot and will not give my support to Mr. Cosby at this hour. I cannot and I will not. And that I want to say. Uh, having said that, as I said at the beginning, when I said I did support him, I thought that if he had raped anybody, he should be hung at the nearest lamppost. I think rape is probably one of ah! the ugliest things that you could ever do to anybody at any time. There's no doubt about it. Oh, my God. You know what? What? I bet he probably got raped in prison or at least seen it or something. Mm-hmm. Cause you know how he was talking. Like it might explain some of his thoughts about homosexuality yeah, and temptation. So, yes. So and like something happened to him. Like maybe he's a victim too in some ways. And that's why he's able to, to not say horrible things and, and, and understanding. Yeah. Right. And then to drug someone that they will not be conscious of the fact that they are being raped is, to me, a bit barbaric. Because, I mean, I, this may be a little bit off color and perhaps a little bit in poor taste, but my estimation of sexual intercourse is that you want the person that you're having sex with to interact with you. You don't want it to be a dead fish kind of a sexual encounter. So I think that anybody who... Uh, enjoys sex with someone who's not aware that you're having sex with them because they're unconscious is a bit sick and demented. And over the past week, as I have watched and listened to the various reports, which have caused me to now say I step back and I no longer give support, I withdraw my support from Mr. Cosby, uh, that I'm concerned that this man if proven, and I'm not saying that this is, in fact, a proven issue, could turn out to be one of the world's most notorious rapists of all times. Highly possible that Bill Cosby, once thought as America's dad, could be the most notorious rapist at all time. And with that thought in mind, I've withdrawn my support. But let me further state uh, and caution everyone. Remember that the at the same time that these stories about Bill Cosby are breaking, we have a Rolling Stones article that was written by a very biased writer 
about rape. Okay, here you go. Now we're going to start with, <laughs> all right. I was getting a little nervous. All right, that he was going to be reasonable the whole time. Woo. I was like, it can't be seven minutes. Of re- so I'm assuming he's about to say, like, hey, Rolling Stone had some some bad reporting with that one woman. So maybe it's bad reporting on all 30 of these women. That took place at the University of Virginia at a particular rape that was a gang rape that never happened. And the interviewer, uh, the Rolling Stones reporter, did not do the due diligence and the research and vetting of all of the witnesses to make sure that the story was indeed an accurate story, that people's lives would not be destroyed. For, for the record, even this right here is blowing my fucking mind. He knows that what, like, he's not making up. I thought he was, you know, Rolling Stone is owned by Sodomites or something like that. I thought. <laughs> This is, I'm, I'm only, I know that to people that aren't familiar with Reverend Manning, they're probably like, why is Rod playing this reasonable man? What is, what's so funny about this? I don't understand. This is a waste of podcasting time. No, this is the don't. most reasonable thing he ever said. This is, this is, I, I, it's amazing. It is amazing. By her bias reporting, she obviously had an ax to grind. And so therefore posted up this bogus report that we've now discovered to be a outright lie. I also played at the early part of the broadcast today how the grand jury was confronted in Ferguson, Missouri, where people flat out lied about Michael Brown and Darren Wilson on both sides. People came in support of Darren Wilson, lied. People came in support of Michael Brown, lied. And so I, realizing getting the truth in these matters without a full-blown courtroom issue can be very tentative at best. And as a result of that, uh, we still don't know the outcome uh, fully of Bill Cosby, but uh, just the circumstantial evidence has caused me now to step back and I take back and withdraw fully and completely uh, my support of Mr. Cosby. But I do think this, that uh, he did have sex, this much I'm convinced of, he did have sex with most, if not all, of these women. He did. Sexual intercourse. The question now remains as to whether or not it was under the influence of drugs or simply under the influence of alcohol and whether he willfully and knowingly drugged these people. And I, I'm wondering if whoever has supplied him with these drugs, if he had a supplier, which I suspect that he did and may have used from time to time, uh, whether or not the supplier will come forward and say he was the supplier. Now, I don't think any rep- Who is this man? I don't know. I, I, I'm turning it off. I'm agreeing with him too much. I'm turning it off. I'm sorry, guys. We can't, <laughs> we can't I can't finish it. listening to that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It, it might be, uh, he might flip at the end, but I don't think. I don't even know. I don't even think he's going to flip. Yeah, two minutes ago, out. I don't want to know. That's the most reasonable shit I've ever heard that man say. Right. I, well, I don't, I don't even have a joke. I don't have an impression to do with him. Nope. That shit just blew my fucking mind. I was not ready. I, I was so ready for him to be coming down on the demons and the sodomites and the white people and Obama, uh, about how they the devil and they trying to trap this good Bill Cosby. And this man came out there and was like, I retract my earlier statements. Um, that dude, anytime Dr. Manning is like, yo, that dude a rapist. <laughs> you know it's real. Shit. Nigga, you a it rapist. It's real in the streets. 
oh my god i don't even know what to just move on to the next story i don't need jesus <laughs> oh man um that was too much yeah uh so president obama had some statements to say about um people want him to denounce islam and to you know speak out on the violence of terrorism that people are doing some under the guise of being islamic you know um and so uh this week he met with muslim leaders in a private political meeting for the first time in his six-year presidency or as as, uh, republicans call it finally the meeting set off predictable angry reactions from the political right fox news sean hannity even saying he wished obama had demanded that the leaders publicly denounce radical islam Obama further raised the hackles of the Christian right when he said when he said at the National Prayer Breakfast that no religion has a monopoly on violence, saying, and lest we get our on our high horse and think this is unique to some other place. Remember that during the Crusades and the Inquisition right. co- uh, committed terrible deeds in the name of Christ, slavery and Jim Crow all too often was justified in the name of Christ. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's 100 percent right yes he is the reactions to these comments were apoplectic rush limbaugh called it an insult to christianity tea party news network said obama threw christians under the bus the daily caller surmised that obama's remarks were designed to curb criticism of islam uh all of the critics failed to engage with the substance of what obama was saying because it don't matter in their mind they're like fuck what we did the president was not attacking christianity he was simply noting that just as ISIS may be using the name of Islam to rally followers to his violent agenda, extremists within the Christian faith have done the same thing historically. Violence has been in the mainstream of Christianity throughout history. If anything, Obama didn't go far enough in his remarks. Christianist uh, violence isn't a relic of the Crusades. It continues today. And in many of its forms, just as violent as we see uh, are seeing from ISIS. Christian violence in the past century. In the spring of 2013, Middle East historian Juan Cole uh, decided to compare the body counts between violence committed by Christians and that committed by Muslims in the 20th century. He found that Muslim violence has claimed the lives of around 2 million people, mostly during Iran and Iraq war in Afghanistan, while violence by Christians claimed somewhere around 100 million people's lives. Um, uh, and that's of just of European heritage. Uh, some of the Christian-led violence is well-known. The World Wars, the Holocaust, colonial wars in Southeast Asia and Africa. Critics of his analysis could be quick to say that this violence may have been caused by Christians, but it wasn't in the name of Christianity. But in virtually every conflict Cole takes off, the combatants were overtly religious, often invoked their religion as part of their military campaigns, just as many of the Islamist militants today are not fighting solely due to a religious grievance, but are organized around groups that share a common religious and cultural background. Yeah, I mean, George W. Bush, mm, George W. Bush used to put quote, they used to put quotes from the Bible in his updates about the war in Iraq every day. His daily update would start with a Bible quote. You know, that ain't like, if that ain't religion playing a, a, a role in taking people's lives, I don't know what it is. That's the truth and sending people to their deaths. Right. It feels like whenever there's something illogical or something that we want to tug at the, emotionality of it rather than the um practicality of it we throw religion up there but religion has played a more explicit role in some of the 20th century conflicts involving christians for example the 1990 secretary of welfare in the balkans 
culminated in an explicit genocide against Muslim Bosnians by Serbian Orthodox Christians. As Balkans researcher Keith Dow explained in 2007, the Serbian Orthodox Church was one of the prime movers in the campaign to scapegoat Bosnian Muslims and justify the eventual ethnic cleansing and genocide that took place. He notes that the role of the church as a protector of the Serbian nation gave the church increasing social control, and with this power, clergy fermented a xenophobic and bigoted attitude towards Muslims in former Yugoslavia. The church was so the church that was so involved in the eventual atrocities it actually depict uh dispatched orthodox chaplains to bless Serbian forces such as elite Panthers commando unit, which has been accused of committing numerous atrocities before they set off on operations uh church the church would offer Serb warriors communion without requiring confession, giving them absolution for crimes they were committing to create a greater Serbia. Um, you know, not just to mention, uh, like, I don't know, in Uganda, where they, like, imprison and kill gay people. Right. Like, that's done for Christianity. That's not, that, like, much of that is done for Christianity. Christianity that comes from outside of Africa, where missionaries and stuff go over there and they exert political influence through money and power, and then they corrupt those systems, and then basically have those people chase down and kill gay people they equate them with being pedophiles you know yes which is the most ridiculous shit ever but yes you know but it's like hey you're um y- you know but 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 it's like because our nation quote-unquote uh christian nation uh you, you can't bring this up or it doesn't count or because that happened so long ago uh i.e uh in my parents lifetime you know what I mean? Like we had, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, we had people talking about segregation under the guise of Christianity in my parents' lifetime, in, in my grandma's lifetime. Like, but it's just make, they, people want it to seem like it's so, so far away, um, that. And it's not. Not a lot of time. People just want to erase shit, but you can't erase it because it's funny though when people bring up facts. People keeping me the hell out of the facts and be like, fuck that. But you did the same thing, too. We don't care. Yeah. Um, Ta-Nehisi Coates actually wrote something on it. Like, And like I said, man, I'm kind of glad that that dude came around on um, the president because that was really my biggest bone of contention with him. And I'm sure to some extent he – I mean, and I don't blame him. You'll always have a pushback against um, – um, against you know uh respectability politics like when the president speaks and he's like black people got to do this and got to do that um you're going to always have people that push against that and you know i think that's more of a function of the office i think mm-hmm. you know he's i don't think the president is allowed to speak with as much candor as we would like i, don't, I just don't think the office will ever allow that oh no um, and specifically not the first black president maybe down a, in our life maybe down the line yeah some a black president will actually be able to come out and be like no nah, it's really not these people's fault and you know the odds are stacked against them we do you know they need to work hard blah 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 but a lot of people are working hard and they're still not getting a fair shake Correct. you know but no for, for him do. for him i think he has to say black people need to work hard always work hard work hard as you can oh also the world's not fair like he like it has to be this afterthought as opposed to how mm-hmm. I think most black people would love for it to be said, which is uh the world isn't fair. Continue to work hard and achieve, but 
yeah, you know, we got to do a better job of making sure you get a fair shake. Right. All right. So, um, basically, Ta-Nehisi Coles brought up a couple of, um, great points, um, historically of people using Christ to actually justify wars, you know, justify segregation. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, whether it was, um, you know, uh, people using Christ to say we need to have a uh, segregation on uh, Jim Crow. Uh, like I think he had this one where he said, uh, the vice president, Alexander Stevens paused to offer some explanation, um, uh, over basically, uh, justifying Jim Crow, uh, and on the cusp of plunging this country into a war that would cost 750,000 lives. Um, he said the first government ever instituted upon the principles in strict conformity to nature and the ordination of providence and furnishing the materials of human society with us, all the white, all of the white race, however high or low or rich or poor are equal in the eye of the law. Not so with the Negro. So you can tell right there, they're already using your race over the class. So like, Hey, Cause you know this, we watched this movie Bell yesterday. Yeah, it was a great movie. Yeah, and one of the things I liked about it is that it did show how even though Bell was a rich um, black woman who was adopted into a white family, and that kind of afforded her station in society to where she could kind of be treated white, not good white, still socially black still right. couldn't eat dinner with the family when they had company right you know stuff like that but you know but then they had this white dude uh the and he was um poor basically and mm-hmm. while he was high-minded and he was a little wanted to be a lawyer and all this shit he was still a poor white dude you know but in in the scheme of things he was still respected more and had more opportunity and stuff in life because he was white and male right now they did it was one of those things where when it came to class they joked him yeah but he still had more respect than she ever would right so um anyway all that to say even in this speech this person is basically saying with uh, with us all of the white race however high or low rich or poor are equal in the eye of the law so that and, that, and i feel like that still permeates society and law to this day right yeah that that right there that that never changed because the also what people fail to realize is that doing the era of slavery and even doing the uh, jim crow laws white people were poor too and most white people could not own slaves and white people could go to the black people house take their shit because mm-hmm. they was white and there was nothing that they could say so it's just one of those things where regardless of what your status was, you still benefited from being white. Right. So uh, he goes on to say, not so with the Negro. Subordination is his place. He, by nature or by the curse against Canaan, is fitted with for the condition which he occupies in our system. Canaan. So he's, he's using straight up Bible terms. Christianity. The architect in the construction of buildings lay the fa- lays the foundation with the proper material. The granite, then comes the brick or the marble. The substratum of our society is made of the material fitted by nature for it. And by experience, we know that it is best, not only for the superior, but for the inferior race, 
that it should be so so basically black people are the 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 base for any structure that will be built and then black white people come and take their rightful place as the marble and the granite and uh i mean the brick and the marble that you know are on the outside that you know reap the benefits uh while standing on the backs of the foundation of course it is indeed in conformity with the ordinance of the creator it is not for us to inquire into the wisdom of his ordinances or to question them for his own purposes he has made one race to differ from another all this is god all these he the creator all this is god as he has made one star to differ from another star in glory, the mm. great objects of humanity are best attained when there is conformity to his laws and decrees in the formation of governments as well as in all the things else. Our confederacy is founded upon principles in strict conformity with these laws. So don't ever fucking tell me that uh, civil war is not about slavery. You know what I mean? Don't tell when the fucking vice president is the confederate vice president is citing religion and as the reason black people should be subjugated. Oh, civil war was all about slavery. Right. But you have people that, but you have people that deny that to this day. So about states rights, states rights to have slaves, right? To make sure that black people will stay inferior. And you think these attitudes don't permeate society. You think these people didn't have kids and grandkids. And you think the laws that they instituted down here don't last. You think you think one broad sweep with this? Oh, well, Jim Crow's gone. Well, I guess everything's back to normal. Right, and and even bigger than this, you think that every time uh, a higher court judge changes laws in the Voting Rights Act or they change laws in affirmative action, all these states that had all these issues where you had to get the um, National Guards and shit to go down there so black people could even walk into the school safely. All of a sudden, these fuckers jump up and want to apply for this shit because it's still goddamn racist. And they still feel like these niggas shouldn't have no rights. And that shit is just never going to change. Not that everybody feels like that, but a lot of times the states that have the most problems and the most issue, and a lot of the states that oppress black people the most, where it's all across the country, don't get me wrong, but a lot of states that oppress people the most, anytime some shit come up where they can strip people of their rights, especially brown people, regardless of you black, if you LGTB, LGB, um, uh, LGBT or either uh, Latino, Indian, they're going to take your rights because right. as far as they're concerned, your rights don't matter and you are less than a human being. Right. Like you you always see people down here always try to throw out that it's about states' rights and it wasn't about slavery and it wasn't about blah, blah, blah. But then it's like this is such an integral part of the reasoning for fighting the North and for, you know, in general – like you can't deny it. You can't like act like it wasn't at least going to be the biggest byproduct is if the South would have won, I'm, there's a good chance I would be owned by somebody right now. Correct. Like we can't just pretend that this isn't, you know, that this didn't happen. So correct. And, and, and this is another reason why my, one of my pet peeves and I raise an eyebrow every time people get on television and people call in the radio shows and everybody keeps talking about taking America back. It's like, motherfucker, we take it back. I don't have motherfucking rights. It's easy for you to say take it back because it does not directly affect you. Your life probably will not change, but my life will change. So what are we taking it back to? Who are we taking it from and what are you scared of? 
right um now back to the point though um these things are done in the name of christianity or at least using christianity to justify a lot of this stuff so how can you turn around to islam to muslims and want them to denounce the entire religion or fringe elements of the religion in any way we should already understand that this doesn't represent their entire religion the same way that we understand or give the benefit of the doubt in america that someone using christianity to justify slavery is not speaking for all christianity somehow we we have made that leap with that understanding but yet we do not have that understanding when it comes to islam and that that's you know it's extremely frustrating mm-hmm. um all right here's uh more stuff uh mike huckabee um and and a bunch of pastors star in a, um in a trailer for a um a, a film called uh the criminalization of christianity which is a anti-gay documentary and the trailer is out want to watch the trailer karen i think so a faith to action film is the name is the title Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil that put darkness for light and light for darkness. Isaiah 520, specifically talking about gay people. Of course, Karen, you can tell right there in that sentence, it must be talking about the gays. When evil is called good, darkness is ushered into the land. And with the darkness comes a threat to our freedoms. I believe it is the single greatest threat to religious freedom in the United States of America today. The blatant hostility to the Christian faith. The most insidious and aggressive assault to our religious freedom that we've ever seen. That is the cultural clash of our time. If homosexual activists get everything they want, it'll be nothing less than the criminalization of Christianity. Mm. Oh, are y'all serious right now? So gay people can get married christian people gonna go to prison i don't believe that what what do they think have they read any of the marriage equality like language are they just going well you know marriage equality means we all have to be gay now and if you don't get gay they send you to jail or the gay reprogramming uh, concentration camps you know and we don't want to do <laughs> all this black and white and there's a dude walking through I'm the forest. There's a dude walking through a forest with a lantern. I was in the dark about the radical agenda to silence. Oh, uh, it's a white lady walking through the forest with a lantern at Old night. Old school lantern, too. What is we, 1917? What's happening is, here? Is, is Ichabod Crane going to pop out? Right. It's the truth. But after years of research and observation, there is no longer any doubt. As I wrote in The Criminalization of Christianity, if they can silence the truth, they will silence the gospel. This film is to expose the assault on our freedoms and shed some light on how we can use the freedoms we have left. What kind of freedom of speech do we have if a person who expresses a biblical viewpoint about marriage is told they can't open their businesses in a location? And so they say in San Antonio, oh, if you believe that homosexual marriage is a bad deal, we're not even going to let you run for office here. We're not going to let you have your right of conscience. We're not going to let you believe things other than what we tell you to believe. We're getting the... What? 
Oh my God. And that's not so. It's just for the fact that when you. They're not even going to let you be a bigot. Okay. That's the problem. Yeah. You, you got, yeah. You got the right to be a bigot, but they also have the right to say, we're not putting up with that shit. And that's the problem. You don't want nobody to tell you that they will not deal with it. Lines from the media. We're getting the lines from education. We're getting the lines from politicians and even theologians. Well, you know, there's the gay gene. Really? Well, name it for me. Number it. Because if there's a gene that's identified for homosexuality, it would have a name, it would have a number, we know who the doctor was that found it. And so, by the way, you do know if they did have the isolated gene, if that's what it was, they would just be like, it doesn't exist, it's not real, I don't believe that. I don't need no fucking science to tell me some shit like that. Now we want science, but we don't believe that the world is warming up. Okay, get out of here. Right, right. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want to hear about your climate change. Climate yeah, change. I don't want to vaccinate my kids, but fuck it. But I want you to tell me about this gauging. <laughs> you believe I'm being intolerant because I believe the Bible standards. Are you not being intolerant when you say that there is something wrong with me for believing the Bible? Uh, I love that one. So you saying I'm intolerant for being a bigot? But yet, aren't you being intolerant of my bigotry? Think about it. Uh-huh. Hmm? Did I just blow your mind? It's really not about marriage. It's about forcing the acceptance of homosexuality on people. If you change the public law about what marriage is, then you... Ch- I, I just, in my mind, I'm inserting, like, interracial marriage, gay, like, segregation, mm-hmm. uh, slavery right uh women's rights i'm just throwing all this in here and just thinking like these tired ass arguments have been made over the course of centuries right at every time that there was progressive change in our society every single time right and not only that the reason why people came over here was for freedom of people not telling them what to do what to believe right right we ain't this the whole basis of this great, beautiful country of ours called the United States of America. Mm-hmm. But now all of a sudden people telling you that we want freedoms too. You going, nah, fuck that. Yeah. Joe Spacey in chat said, we already had to accept these colors. We can't lose this too. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We ain't going down with everything. Nope change how the public education system does when it talks about it. Governor Jerry Brown has now given us a law that allows boys to shower with girls. We have these so-called gay-straight alliances in schools, which are focused around sex. Are there any other clubs in high school or junior high school which are focused around sex? If some young person hears at school it's okay to be gay and then comes down with a fatal disease as a result, school officials should be held. What? 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 I didn't know gay make you sick. Oh Lord, is the, gay like, like AIDS or cancer just pops up and you die three days later? What's happening here? It's like because Reverend Manning wasn't in the other. <laughs> he wasn't crazy today. White people went crazy. They, they, they made up for Doctor Manning today. They, they just picked up the torch and was like, "We got you, bro. Take a we day off of right. crazy. We got you. We can, we gonna cover all of it today. If you say." It's okay to be gay, then you're in school. Then a kid that is gay gets basically AIDS or HIV is what he's trying to say. Then you, the school should be held legally responsible. Number one, there's 
maybe the kid will get hiv or aids straight or gay because uh you guys don't believe in protection you guys don't believe in you guys don't believe in sex uh education and and the thing and the thing about it is more straight people a lot of times uh get uh hiv at the same rate it's just that when this disease first broke out everybody quote-unquote claimed for it to be a uh gay disease and a lot of people haven't got over that and honestly uh african-american black women are the number one carriers of this disease what are we talking about yeah you know what's funny to me is no one's gonna call for the president to, to tell to tell fucking uh mike huckabee to renounce his christianity over stupid shit like this right or the or republican leaders to denounce their christianity or radical factions of christianity over stupid shit like this hey and then comes down with a fatal disease as a result school officials should be held legally liable i would scream at the television that's a lie i was born this way that's not true but deep down i'm going oh god is it true i don't have to be like this you this know what's funny really you meant me to be when i saw this dude earlier i thought to myself is this dude gay he might be. I'm not. But trying now to be- he's saying that he used to be gay. He's one of those people. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he's he he basically he's like he's the one like he's like I used to watch that stuff and be like, do I not have to be gay? Oh, I used to lie to myself and say I was born to be gay, but not now. I put the dick down. What's coming next is going to be ah, smack it away like we've never seen before. There's going to be a dividing of sheep and goats. To silence any aspect. There's going to be a dividing of sheep and goats, Karen. And you know what that means. What? I don't know what that means either. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? There's going to be a dividing of the sheep and the goats, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Of gospel truth or moral truth is ultimately to silence the gospel. So if you think that those who are trying to keep you quiet about one particular issue, like homosexuality, are going to limit it to that you've underestimated your opposition yeah they're not going to just limit it to homosexuality next thing you know you're not going to be able to call them niggers oh lord you're not going to be able to say spicks wetbacks gooks any of this shit okay and if you think that that's the end no because then you're not going to be able to call a woman a cunt and now where we got now what are we we're gonna have to give them rights to come on <laughs> they want to silence the whole gospel. And if that's what it takes to accomplish their goal, that's exactly what they will do. Now you won't even be able to rape people anymore. They're going to have to separate sheeps and the goats. Or divide it. Straight sheeps, gay goats. Over there. Oh, Lord. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then it says, light wins how to overcome the criminalization of Christianity. Y'all not being arrested. Dog, the criminalization, they didn't spread. Who, what are the who stati- got arrested? Right, what are the statistics of people walking around Christian that they're just arresting just for walking outside their door? What are those mm. numbers and statistics? Well, where are the people, you know, harassing them, walking around, following them, beating them right. in the street? This is amazing. I. So, yeah, uh, shout out to Mike Huckabee and... uh the uh criminalization of christianity 
you know how how many people went to jail over that the mass incarceration of christians uh it wouldn't isn't it, it must be the least reported story you know what i mean like it must be the most underreported story in the history of the United States. Uh, Dartmouth College is going to offer a Black Lives Matters class. Hmm. What's it going to cover? Um, it says the course titled 10 Weeks, 10 Professors, hashtag Black Lives Matter, is dedicated to considering race, structural inequality, and violence in both a historical and modern context. Uh, the lessons of, in the Ivy League school pilot course will be divided into 15 sections involving more than 10 academic departments, including anthropology, history, mathematics, English, and women's studies. About 15 Dartmouth professors are expected to teach the individual sections of the class. Uh, we hope students will be able to understand that Ferguson is not just an event in 2014, said Amy Bong, B-A-H-N-G, Dartmouth English professor. I hope they got tenure because a lot of times, especially on hot shit like this, they try to come out the professor's job. They try to harass them. Students are coming there just to cut a fucking food and, and make an exhibit of you and just mock everything that you're goddamn doing because people are fucking dumb. Even though you're there to educate people, even though you have a goddamn degree, your doctorate, you dedicated your whole life to this. So mm. you're telling them facts and people go, fuck your facts. Yeah. Yeah, I could definitely um, see the professors coming under fire. I'm sure, right? You know, some media people will get excerpts of the class and copies of the syllabus and shit. Uh, we hope students will be able to understand Ferguson is not just an event in 2014, but something that's tethered in time to a long history and still emerging ideas about race in the U.S. and how policing works in the age of social media and distribu- uh, distributed surveillance. Said English professor Amy Bond. Anthropology professor Chelsea Kivland said this is an opportunity to use Ferguson as a starting point to broaden the conversation about the national problems of inequality, race, and violence. One student said she is excited about the class but concerned that it may not appeal to the majority of students. I do wonder who will take the class, whether it'll be the kind of preaching to the choir or they'll get different viewpoints, uh, different points of view. Adria Brown, a senior Native American studies major said, uh, she told USA Today, but I still think no matter what, that it's worth having a class to really integrate on the topic. I do too. I do too. And and yeah, it's going to be one of those things where, uh, it's just going to depend. Like you're going to have people of all races take the class, but I guarantee you, you probably have more, uh, African Americans take the class. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the thing about it is that, uh, regardless of who teaches it, I hope I hope it's very diverse teaching. I hope it's very factual teaching. I hope it enlightens people's minds. And the funny part about it is that uh, it's a lot of white people that know more about African American history than black folks. So I guarantee you, the panel is going to be all across the board. The panel ain't going to be a bunch of black professors. Mm-hmm. And so it's just going to be interesting to see how this all boils out yep um also uh the bobby christina brown uh case you know she still um believe um in a coma although there's rumors saying like there was a bunch of rumors saying she was gonna die she's been taking off life support they're gonna make funeral arrangements but now people are saying they're not and that stuff isn't true and bobby brown doesn't want to make funeral arrangements I don't know what the inner workings of their personal decisions are, but the police have started to look at the case as a criminal investigation. Oh, 
Oh, that's um, not good. Focusing on her uh boyfriend, Nick Gordon. Nick Gordon is the son well he's a child that was adopted by Whitney Houston and almost raised as her own. Oh. So it's kind of like a weird incesty okay. thing yeah, going even there. Yeah, though they not related. They're not related. Right. They were raised in the same house. Correct. I you know, I personally don't think it's that weird, uh honestly, but I don't know shit about step parents and kids and how they exactly they were raised, but to me, you know, how if close you get their relationship was, yeah, yeah, and they were around the age of teens, and you know, if put it this way, if it was in a fucking rom com, people would be like, you know, of course you've been in love with this person your whole life, you know, like if you watch The Flash, they basically had that same love story. Correct, but, but people don't so, look at yeah, that it's as not strange creepy or for that, weird, yeah. right? Uh, that have become a criminal investigation in the case of Bobby Christina Brown. The only child of the late singer Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown remains in a coma. TMZ, the celebrity news website, says the investigation centers on possible foul play. The target of the investigation is said to be her boyfriend, Nick Gordon. Bobby Christina Brown was found in a bathtub at her Georgia home last week. So, uh, yeah, um, who knows where that'll go? <clears throat> you know, some scary shit, but, you know. They're, they're thinking she may have drowned instead of being, instead of like just overdosed or whatever. Uh, TMZ has said, uh, Max Lomas, the friend who discovered Bobby Christina in the tub, arrived around 9 a.m. last Saturday. He says he hung out with Nick but did not see Bobby Christina. He was told she was in the bedroom. Nick wandered away and Max says he didn't pay attention to his whereabouts. The cable guy shows sometime after 10 a.m. and Max says he let him in. Nick was nowhere to be seen. The cable guy said he needed access to the bedroom, so Max let him in and discovered Bobby Christina in the tub. He screamed for Nick, who ran in and administered CPR. We're told Max claims Nick allegedly cleaned up the home and removed bloodstains. Uh, why? Uh, why? Mm-hmm. Um, so who knows? Right, right. And uh, If you're in a panic and somebody's... Uh, the last thing you think about is cleaning up or wiping anything off you're like okay your safety is above anything else that's happening right now yeah and um according to this also uh a source reported reportedly told cnn that even with the with the drowning thing she still has injuries that need to be explained oh shit so who knows man um wow what had happened and and right wow yep um <clears throat> the uh let's talk about some more sad news uh motherfuckers out here killing people because they got access to guns and they're not mentally stable and right nobody wants to do research nobody wants to investigate and be sure people ain't crazy in atlanta i thought like this was so crazy i thought it was the same story but it's two different stories uh, in a suburban street outside Atlanta, uh, neighbors were left horrified after police say a man shot six people, killing four of them, including his ex-wife and several children, before ending the rampage by turning the gun on himself. Oh. The shooting happened Saturday at 3 p.m. in a subdivision um, of uh, 20 miles west of Atlanta. Horrified neighbors called 911 and then tried to help the severely injured victims as best as they could before rescuers arrived. The shooter, whose name was not immediately released, appeared to have targeted his ex-wife and her household, shooting victims inside and outside the house. Several children were gunned down as they fled on the street. 
shit authorities did not release the name of the victims because they're still trying sunday to contact the next of kin investigators believe the gunman killed himself at the end of the shooting spree police are trying to determine the shooter's motive and piece together what happened i've been in law enforcement out here for 20 years it's the worst i've seen daniel said he did not know when the couple divorced or if they had prior contact with police Teresa carter 59 said she heard the gunfire from inside her home but did not see what happened Carter says she often saw children playing in the driveway and around the neighborhood. They enjoy petting her dog. I heard shots and I heard the girl scream. And then I heard four more shots. I heard a couple quick shots, you know, back to back, went out there. And this is Brandon Hallman. Went out there and, you know, looked and it already, it was already over. We just grabbed some towels and kind of went down there to try to help before paramedics got down there. Uh, another neighbor, Angela Ansa struggled to explain to her own children what happened to their slain friends a few houses down answer said some of the children targeted saturday often came over to her house and would play with her own children these are children i see every day every blessed day um yeah this is crazy man like got a gun and an axe to grind go over there and kill your ex and the kids and yourself right and it's all because america's like uh fuck it everybody has the right to own a gun we don't care what your mental space is we don't care if you've had a uh uh for some instance a criminal past you know depending on what it is Mm -hmm. and it's just one of those things where everybody don't need a gun everybody shouldn't have a gun everybody shouldn't own a gun and if you feel like that's what you need to do you need to be properly trained you need to go you know go through classes you know have the correct permits because most gun owners like gun owners are reasonable and they're responsible they are not these fools to be going out there talking about uh you know if 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 you come up in here with me i cap your ass they're not them fools that most of them fools don't need guns they probably don't own guns mm. and it's one of those things that i guess for me that's frustrating and scary because uh for most gun owners are reasonable people most are but you have the crazies that make people like me go Mm, motherfucker, I'm not sure that you should own a gun. I'm not sure that you should own a gun. Yep. Uh, here's another gun case. A Coast Guardsman shot two of his colleagues and shot a police officer. We're going to get to that rampage on Cape Cod. Well, remember, the Coast Guard shot two fellow service members, killing one of the women, and then ambushed police in a wild shootout. ABC's Paula Ferris here with that story. Good morning, Paula. Hello, George. And the Coast Guard is in shock this morning and trying to figure out why three of its active duty members were involved in a deadly shooting, one that authorities claim was a calculated and cold-blooded execution. The Coast Guard, known for its heroic rescues at sea. But this morning, authorities say this Coast Guard member isn't a hero. He's a killer, accused of attacking two women, also active duty members of the Coast Guard, before taking aim at police. Can arrest you to 11 Roundhouse Road for a possible gunshot wound. Good anything to say what happened? Police say 31-year-old Adrian Loya drove from his Coast Guard base in Virginia to Bourne, Massachusetts on Cape Cod and stayed at this hotel for several days. 
before allegedly shooting the two women early Thursday morning. It was a very crazy and hectic scene. You, you certainly don't see that every day. That's a once in a, a career type thing. According to police, lawyer and IT specialist then set up an elaborate ambush on the cops, setting his car on fire and planting what appeared to be bombs just outside the scene of the crime. They say he then lie in wait, opening fire once emergency responders arrived. One officer was shot, but thankfully survived. Heavily armed with three rifles and a handgun, Loya finally surrendered. The suspect did give up, and we took him into custody. Police discovering his two alleged victims, one of those women dead from a gunshot wound, the other wounded but alive, was airlifted to a nearby hospital. Loya's attorney not elaborating on the nature of his relationship with those women, only saying they knew one another prior to the incident. There was some type of relationship, and other than recognizing that or acknowledging that, I wouldn't want to go any further than that at this time. Loya now charged with eight counts, including murder, and a community asking why this happened. Now, court docs have been sealed, but police believe Loya may have attacked those women because of a previous disagreement. As for the women's identities, neither's been released. Well, according to the, uh, this article, he was obsessed with one of the women, even though she never expressed any interest in him. Um, she actually was lesbian. The person she, the person he shot her and her wife. Oh, oh, yeah, yep. So that goes back to people not dealing well with rejection. Yep. So he just went there and shot him up. Um, three people got shot at the mall in Pennsylvania. Um, they said, uh, three people were shot at Pittsburgh area shopping center on Saturday night and were taken to a hospital and the mall and the hospital's emergency room were placed on lockdown. It's unclear whether the shooter was captured or had escaped. Um, yeah, I wonder if they caught him. I don't know now. Uh, the three victims are taken to Forbes hospital with gunshot wounds. Um, one was in stable condition and the other conditions could not be released. Um, uh, the Pennsylvania native ex-quarterback Terrell Pryor tweeted that he was at the mall, a short drive east of Pittsburgh. Damn, was just in Monroeville Mall and just saw two people get shot. They are letting guns go in there. All of the sudden, uh, shoppers described as chaos and shots rang out. All of a sudden, we heard people screaming. Athena Coffee told KDKATV. And the next thing you see is a bunch of people Teenagers scared to death, just exodus in mass in a way you could not believe. I grabbed my children, husband, we started screaming, go, go, go. Yvette Jackson of North Braddock was attending a birthday party at Giggles and Smiles, a fitness and fun center for children. We saw a lot of running and a lot of chaos, she said, and she and other patrons were locked in the store for about 45 minutes till police came and let them out. Right. It was like, we are not about to let these kids run out there because we might not never find them again. Yep. So, um, trying to think if this is the one where they, cause I know there was, uh, I know there was another, there was a shooting where the guy like shot up Macy's or something. Um, I wonder if that's even the same, same, it's, this is how many shootings we have in yeah. America. I don't know if that's the same one. That says everything. Right, and the and 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 the 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 fucked up thing about it is that motherfuckers don't care about the law, <laughs> you yeah. know they not gonna care about the law. But 
and it's just one of those things where it's excuse me, it's frustrating because I do think that people need to be checked in there and and the background and their um mental uh space and their history and all this stuff. Uh, and I do think that cases need to be looked at on an individual basis, too, because there are certain circumstances where you go, okay, you know, under this circumstance, yada, yada, yada. But it's, it's, I don't know, it's just it's just very scary to me when, like I said, most people that own guns are reasonable. But what's scary to me is that when you have these nutcases walking up into your Chipotle with the gun going, motherfucker, I have a right to carry a gun here. And people going, well, you're frightening me and act like something wrong with you. Because they have something that could fucking kill you if they feel like motherfucking shooting you today. Yeah, well, the thing is, the criminals probably ain't gonna let you know they got a gun. Correct. So it's not even. I'm not. I mean, those those open carry people are different, different breed. But that's not even the people that are shooting up everybody. Breaking details in the shooting at Monroeville Mall just moments ago. Our Bob Mayo broke the news of an arrest made in this case. We have live coverage this morning, but first, let's take you back to the scene of the mall last night. 400 Mall Circle Drive, Macy's, a lower level, near the polo section for an unknown age male with a gunshot wound to 1934. Unknown how many victims there are, caller I spoke with stated there's at least one. One call made after shots were fired inside Monroeville Mall, leaving three people wounded. It happened inside the Macy's store last night. Moments after that shooting, dozens of officers swarmed the mall. Many people were panicking, some even crying. We spoke with Josh Vehar, who was playing with his five-year-old daughter at the play place right next to Macy's. He tells us he saw the shooter, who is now in custody, pull a black gun out from under his sweatshirt and fire six shots into the crowded store. Everybody was pushing people. It was bad. Nobody really knew what was going on. And then when you looked up, there was just smoke everywhere. Like you could smell it. It was it was right there. Was smoke everywhere. Um, then I called my friend. He was in Macy's when it happened. He he actually like saw the one kid laying on the floor bleeding. Vehar says he actually saw the shooter run toward the exit facing the parking lot, while some shoppers ran, others hid, waiting for police. <laughs> my daughter just walked over to me, and I just heard the shots like. Pat, 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 and I snatched her, and I looked up, and I seen people running, so we just ran to the back, and when we got further back, you heard another round of shots go off, and we locked ourselves in the bathroom. For two hours, the mall was on lockdown. Police searched the building, but didn't initially find the shooter. Shoppers and workers inside were escorted out right around 930, many of them still shaken over what they heard and what they saw. Uh, people were scattering about, screaming. It was crazy. It was really crazy and very confusing. And right now, Pittsburgh's Action News 4 reporter Bob Mayo is working to get us the latest details on the suspect and the victims of this shooting. He joins us now live on the phone. Bob, what can you tell us about this arrest? Well, we can tell you that it happened within less than seven hours, less than eight hours after the shootings took place inside the Monroeville Mall. Allegheny County Police confirming for us that at roughly 3.15 this morning, they arrested the suspect in the Brackenridge area. They identified him as 17-year-old Terrid Thornhill. They say that this teenager is being charged as an adult in this case, and they tell us Charges at this point will include aggravated assault, attempted homicide, and recklessly endangering other people. Uh, within the past hour, he's been transported from 
Allegheny County police. Yeah, he and the two other people he shot were just bystanders. Like they oh. weren't. They had. He was targeting one guy. He, he came in. He said something to the guy. You know, whatever the words they exchanged, and then started shooting people. Start shooting, trying to shoot him, and he ended up shooting some innocent bystanders as well. Right, and and for me, that like that's. I guess for me, that's why uh, when shit pops off and people uh, begin to fight and conjugate and shit, and I've always been like this since I've been a child, I always run the opposite direction because I was like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's going on. And normally the person that end up getting shot, killed, or injured don't have a motherfucking thing to do with the incident itself. Yeah. They basically shot them, I mean, found them through Instagram. Meanwhile on Instagram. Yeah. yeah, they shot Devon he shot Devon Jones, twenty, who was the target, and Thomas Singleton, whose age was not verified, and Mary Singleton, forty seven. Um Mary Singleton and Mr. Jones are listed in critical condition and Miss Singleton is listed in fair condition. So um what did he do? Put the gunshots? What he Instagram himself at the location? I mean, I don't understand this. What do you mean? You said they found him through Instagram. I mean, how would he do snapshot the bill? I'm about to blow this motherfucker up and post um, it. I'm confused. Well, they said it was they. They found out who he was through the help of an Instagram photo that the 17 year old posted four hours before the incident. Um, so I guess he was out here doing it for the vine. Apparently so. Good grief, man! Shit is crazy, man. I don't, I don't know, and I don't have any solutions, honestly. Uh, they said the images captured from social media and store video surveillance detectives uh, were used to locate the suspect in an affidavit for probable cause. Police said the mall security cameras captured images of the suspect. They developed a possible suspect and then found an image of Tarod Thornhill on Instagram. <gasps> Wearing the same clothes as the suspect in the shooting. <laughs> he wore the same outfit. Yep. No need to make it no need to make it hard on the cops. Bitch, I waste my time changing my drawers. Why? Uh Bruce Jenner was involved in a fatal Malibu crash. He's unhurt, but somebody died. I heard. Poor the- thing, he behavior having it rough. There's no indication Bruce Jenner was being chased by paparazzi who were nearby when the SUV he was driving became involved in a four-vehicle crash that killed a woman. The Kardashian family patriarch and Olympic gold medalist wasn't hurt, but five people were taken to the hospital for evaluation after the crash that happened shortly after noon on the Pacific Coast Highway in Malibu. A lot of people are speculating that it's because the paparazzi were chasing them. I believe it. The moment of impact was captured by paparazzi so there you go they were definitely following him harassing him uh who quickly posted the images to the internet but Phillips said there was no evidence jenna was trying to get away from them pch is a straight road there's no place to go to evade being a celebrity he's often followed by paparazzi and he's aware that he was on his way home and they happened to know his route Brooks, Brooks said Jenner cooperated with investigators, passed a field sobriety test, and voluntarily submitted a blood sample to determine whether he was intoxicated. He did not appear intoxicated or under influence of anything at the time. Jenner was going north when his black Cadillac Escalade rear-ended a Lexus sedan that had just stuck uh, just struck the back of a Toyota Prius. Oh. The Lexus veered into oncoming traffic in a southbound lane and collided head-to-head with a black Hummer. Oh. 
I so know. These are some already... nice cars. That's what I'm saying. Prius, <laughs> Lexus, Hummer, Escalade. Damn, these motherfuckers are rich. The woman was in her late seventies and pronounced dead at the scene. Um, yeah, so it sounded like maybe that car had already rear-ended somebody, right? And when and then he, he rear-ended rear-ended that person, which caused the person probably at the front to veer into traffic. Yeah. Um. Wow. Uh, Jenner's appearance. Well, I wonder if he's gonna still be on um Barbara Walters or whatever that was. That's a good question. Hmm. Interesting. And then they go on to talk about how he's becoming a woman because that's the most important part um, of the entire article. Uh, A man is accused of raping 100 women during a fake sleep study. A Japanese man has been accused of raping more than 100 women who thought they were participating in a sleep study. The man allegedly sold the videos of the attacks online, making more than $100,000. Now that is an industry. A hundred thousand dollars. That means he knew where he could sell them and everything. Mm-hmm. Man, that's a whole like underground thing. According mm-hmm. to CNN, Hideyoku, wait, Hideyoku Noguchi. All right, Hideyoku Noguchi. Wait, I'm pronouncing that wrong. Hideyoki. Okay, Hideyoki Noguchi uh, was arrested after one of his victims saw herself in the video. Oh, can you imagine that? The 54-year-old reportedly confessed to raping about 100 women, all of whom apparently responded to his ad seeking participants for a sleep study measuring blood pressure during sleep. Nogochi, who was who has no medical training, allegedly invited the women to various hotels and hot springs where he drugged and raped them. Oh. AFP reports that police in Chiba, Japan, have identified more than 30 victims from across Japan. So this dude was uh, definitely getting it in. Yes, he was. Japanese Bill Cosby. Yep. Um, That's crazy. Um, That's insane. I always wonder who went to those sleep study things anyway. But you got to go with a buddy or something. Because the thing about it is that there are legit sleep studies out there to test right. this shit. And, a lot of stuff. Right. And they normally have doctors and medical equipment and, and shit like that. Like, it's... it's Yeah. Um. So, yeah. And then he posted and sold the videos online. So, that means there's a lot of people out there that want to see him sleep with. Mm-hmm. Probably uh, had a following. It's probably yeah. some deep, dark part of the internet that's like yeah i mean because the thing is it'd have been different if these women would have agreed upon it and all this stuff but these women had no idea birdman was denied at Nicki minaj free grammy party uh, apparently uh you know there's having that split with cash money and lil wayne you know going to go lil separate Wa- ways yeah lil wayne that look i'm taking the, the 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 two favorite kids yeah um it said birdman and his very big crew were turned away from Nicki minaj's pre-grammy party in west hollywood early sunday and cops raced over to make sure things didn't get out of hand there's talking to there's talking Nicki is going to bail on birdman's cash money uh label and follow uh lil wayne so the fact that the mogul was sent sent walking seems like a big deal he showed up at 1 45 a.m and the club was supposed to close at two 
and you hear a guy at the door tell Birdman Posse the club was already closed. At the time, there was our, a, a good 15 minutes left, and Birdman kind of a big deal. And that may be why you hear someone say that Nikki didn't want him in. Either way, he didn't get in. So maybe the club closed. Maybe Nikki didn't want him in. Who knows? Who knows? Right. Or maybe, maybe the, you know what? And who, it, it might have been one of the instances where, I time funny, you own the club and all of a sudden a huge entourage. You was like, shit, we don't want to be here till goddamn 3 a.m. Cause you say 15 minutes, y'all motherfuckers gonna be in there long in the fucking 15 minutes. So now everybody got to stay late. My strippers got to stay late. My bartenders got to stay late. My servers got to stay late. So they was like, mm, motherfucker, we closed. Mm-hmm. Even if she didn't say anything, and if it was strictly the bar, it's still going to look like she said it, even if she didn't. Uh, another breaking news. Apparently this nigga Brian Williams a goddamn lie. Oh, what happened? He had to step down from his NBC nightly news post um, after being... Even a ten years, ain't he? Mm-hmm. After he had, uh, yeah, uh, he he had. Let's see, to take himself out the news guys for several days as a network pros misstatements related to his experience reporting in Iraq in 2003. In the midst mm-hmm. of a career spent covering and consuming news, it's become painfully apparent to me that I am presently too much a part of the news due to my actions. Williams said in a statement posted on NBC News's website. William said he planned eventually to return to the broadcast, continue my career long effort to be worthy of the trust of those who place their trust in us. Lester Holt, who typically anchors NBC evening news on weekends, will step in to handle the weekday evening broadcast in the interim, William said. NBC, a unit of Comcast Corp on Friday, said it was launching an internal probe of William's false statements that he was in a helicopter that was brought down by enemy fire during the U.S. invasion of Iraq. Wow, why would you lie about something like that? Right. Something totally verifiable. Right. With witnesses and everything. Statistics and police reports and shit. Williams has admitted that he portrayed the episode inaccurately, but his apology, in which he says he misremembered the incident, provoked widespread derision with some war veterans calling for his resignation. Yeah, you don't misremember your helicopter being shot down or the helicopter in front of you being shot down. Like... It, that's a pretty big leap. Like I couldn't remember if it was us or them that got the the missile. I can't remember. Yeah, and this is one of those things where it's a large percentage of the population that even when you come back, they're gonna not gonna believe anything that you have to say moving forward. Yeah, I mean that's just a bad look, bro. Just and you know a lot of people were like nothing's gonna happen to them, but I mean the suspension. I mean, that's the start of something. Losing money. Uh, condoms disappear from Venezuelan pharmacies. Oh, who's mm-hmm. wiping the condoms? Uh, well, let's, like, let's see. Shortages in Venezuela now reaching the bedroom. Bueno, sí. Está un poquito escaso ahorita. Venezuelan consumers complain condoms and birth control pills are nowhere to be found. CNN visited eight different pharmacies in Caracas, the Venezuelan capital. Four had no condoms at all, and the other four had limited availability. This pharmacy worker says they used to sell several brands. Now there's only one available, and the price has more than doubled since November. The availability of condoms, this pharmacy manager says, went down in early January. They haven't received any supplies in the last two weeks. 
Venezuelans are turning to Mercado Libre or Free Market, a website similar to eBay where consumers can buy or sell all kinds of products. A subscriber is selling a box of 36 condoms for 4,760 bolivars, the Venezuelan national currency. That's a whopping $755 at the official exchange rate. God it's damn. also 85% of the Venezuelan monthly minimum wage. President Maduro announced last year the construction of a condom factory to supply the domestic market, but quality and production levels are not meeting goals. Public health experts worry the scarcity of contraception methods. Hold on, I just got a note. The president of their country was wearing a jogging suit and had a speech typed onto a paper, page, a couple pages of paper that was stapled at the top and was just reading that shit, sitting down, holding a microphone. Yo, they president cool as shit. Like, they might have a president cooler than Obama. Obama couldn't pull that off. Oh, no. Wearing a jogging suit and just holding <laughs> your speech. Well, sitting down with a hat on. He had a hat on, y'all. Had a cup of coffee. Like, all right, man. Look, we gonna um, shit. What this say? Uh, we gonna open up a condom factory next week. Um, <laughs> look like that's uh, you know, get you guys, get you guys back to fucking again. Uh, oh, somebody had said something about what page was a minimum wage on? Well, is it? Is this two sided? This is on the back. Like, good grief, man. That's that's crazy. And long-term oh, consequences. Oh, Go ahead, Cam. Sorry. And who knows him doing that? All of a sudden, correlates with all the fucking problems too. How so? Okay, they get in the condom factory, and all of a sudden, nobody can find fucking condoms. I no. I mean, he maybe they already had the shortages for a while. Okay. So he's like, we just need our own factory because obviously, no one can keep up with all the fucking we're doing. To supply the domestic market, but quality and production levels are not meeting goals. Public health experts worry the scarcity of contraception methods may have long-term consequences. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yes. Like, he did have a factory that's been open, but it's not enough yet. Correct. I'll but who knows if that was, like, a problem before. If For them to have the condom factory, it must have already been a problem. And, and, and my thing is that how do you go from, and the reason why I say is more to this, how do you go from all this open market to slimming down what regulation who is stopping these condoms from coming in like like why all of a sudden it's this stoppage i don't know maybe i'm the one that understands. was it always this way was it never no, this way were they according, according, we don't know if they were using condoms before this or if it was like oh suddenly hiv came along it's like now we need more condoms there's an epidemic on our hands they said since january huh since January, I mean, I mean, I mean. Oh, I don't know. Did they say they had enough condoms in January? Yeah, because I, okay, okay, maybe I'm misunderstood. From my understanding, condoms was here. Then all of a oh. sudden, condoms stopped coming right. here. Yeah, like you're they, right. Like they, they, they talking to, to 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 people who own pharmacies. Going, we used to have four or five. Now we got one. Now mm-hmm. we charging triple the rate. All of a sudden. This nigga in his jogging suit talking about, hey, we opened up a condom factory. All of a sudden, nobody got enough condoms. What's happening where these condoms are not getting to where they're supposed to be? But prior to this, condoms were there. Like, like, where's this misconnect? Are we charging a, 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 a tax or a fucking tax? Like, what's, what's happening here that's all of a sudden no condoms is nowhere to be found? Yeah. And contraceptives is nowhere to be found, just out the blue? 
like I don't maybe I'm misunderstanding this, but I think it's a correlation between him talking about this factory and kind of disappearing. Yeah, you definitely get into the bottom of this. What are the implications? One is that the individual doesn't have the means to control the decision to have children or not. That right is lost. On the one hand, the ability to protect oneself from sexually transmitted diseases is also lost. A World Bank study shows Venezuela has the fifth highest teen pregnancy rate out of 21 Latin American countries. The HIV infection rate is also a serious concern for public health analysts, a risk that can only increase unless Venezuelan authorities take measures to address shortages. Rafael Romo, CNN, Atlanta. Man, I bet you get your hands on some condoms. You'd be the most popular nigga on the planet over there. Right. They, they are talking about they went up like 4,000-something, uh, whatever their currency is. Shit, $700, $800 for a pack of fucking condoms? You for real? 85% of my salary is in condoms? It don't even matter what you look like. You can if you got Connors, you the man in Venezuela. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, and and like I said, it, it, and it's funny how instead of well, in addition to building this factory, why don't you, as a country, go buy and import condoms? I don't know. And and, I don't and have ma- answer. you know, maybe I'm not understanding this. Mm. Maybe you know, you can't talk to condom makers. I'm pretty sure there's condom factories. In that country somewhere. In that, on that continent. I don't know. Why? I don't know what the start of it was. I, I don't know. Um, there's just a lot of shortages. Um, no, the people ain't making money. And, uh, condoms now run 70, $750, $55 a box. A box, dog. A box. That's gotta be the best condom sex ever. I mean, Shit, what, can what you, you do? fucking once a year? Goddamn! I mean, right. it's like gold. It's our anniversary. You got people out here like I'll suck your dick for some thirty-six condoms. I mean, well, through a condom, I'll suck your dick for thirty-six condoms, thirty-five condoms, one one on the house. Wow! Well, um, I, I wonder can they use that code out there? I only know. If- they said condoms are the latest victim of falling oil prices in Venezuela, where citizens now waiting long lines for items like milk and diapers. But the condom shortage is particularly troublesome because Venezuela suffers from one of the highest HIV rates in the region. What 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 does condoms got to do with oil prices? I guess people not making money anymore. Oh. I don't know. Okay. Correct. Cool oil experts account for almost all of Venezuela's foreign currency earnings, but falling oil prices sent the country's revenue down by sixty percent in the last seven months. That's God a damn. huge wow. Uh, meanwhile, inflation has spiraled out of control hitting 63% in November. President Nicolas Maduro has responded to the crisis by slashing the country's imports. This year, Venezuela is expected to import 42% less than in 2012, according to the report. Um, so maybe that's what it is. They're importing less condoms and less everything. Okay, that explains something. Because I was like, you don't go from having all the condoms in birth control to none. Like, that, that shit don't happen just because. But Maduro blames the long wait for products and lack of access to items on opposition leaders and businesses, he says, are smuggling, price gouging, and hoarding items. On Thursday, he arrested the two executives of Fermatado, a major pharmacy chain, for exacerbating long waits and lines at their stores. And earlier this week, authorities took control of 35 supermarkets accused of hoarding food. 
Man, shit sounds fucked up down there. Right. Um, like, like, like that shit really affects the economy. Like, we thought our downturn was something, but most of the people were still working in our country. Yeah, you know, a lot of people just probably going raw. Then they gonna have babies in nine months. That you know, economy gonna still be fucked up for those babies. Correct. Because uh, fucking is still free. It sure is. New York, a new study on virtual flirting finds more, the more emojis singles use, the more likely they are to hook up in today's rocket science. Ah! That's right. According to Match.com's annual dating survey, people who use winky faces and other cartoon characters and symbols and text messages tend to have more sex. 54% of emoji users surveyed say they have had sex in 2014 compared to 31% of singles who did not. Mm-hmm. That makes sense to me. The most will use smiley is the winky face or the smiley with the blushing cheeks or the kiss, which is 27%. Mm-hmm. I sent you the kiss. Uh, what, what, I say, uh, would never use the female emoji with the one hand. They say people don't use that. The kissy lips. And the monkey that covers his eyes. Uh, who don't use? I've seen all those used before. They say singles don't use them. Uh, they said gender differences compared to single women. Single men are more likely to use the kissy emoji, the heart eyes emoji. Thirteen percent more likely. That's, that's one of your favorites. You know, uh, compared to single men, single women are more likely to use the blushing smiley face emoji, which makes sense because you get compliments and shit. And the, the kissy lips emoji, which is 12%. Uh, why do singles love emojis? They show personality. They make it easier to express feelings. They're more convenient. I like emojis, too. Emojis are now the new aphrodisiac. Oh, Lord. Uh, I use, it says here, percentage of people who had sex monthly in 2014. I use more than one in every text. Is like near the top. Uh... I'll use at least one in every text. I use them regularly, but not in every text. So like the more sex they were having, I mean, wait, the, the people were using them a lot, like more than one in a text is closer to the higher percentage of people who use them that had sex in that month. So yeah, it's, it's pretty good stuff care. 50% of singles think having coffee together is an official date. 51% research a new date on Facebook. 30% use Skype or FaceTime to communicate with a date. Uh, 46% of single men have sent a sexually explicit message to someone. 35% of women have seen sexual, uh, sexually explicit message to someone. And 36% have seen a sexy photo to someone. No, those numbers sound accurate. Yeah. Uh, I gotta go, I gotta find this, uh, yeah, I gotta, we gotta go through this maybe, uh, for Valentine's Day. We'll go through Okay, so start that one up. Yeah, let me save this. We'll go through this, uh, another day. Um, these, I, I always like going through those. Some interesting facts up in there. Um, alright, let's see what else, what other, um, things we want to talk about. Uh, we already talked about Brian Williams. Um, oh, the Grammys. The Grammys are tonight. And I won't be watching a single second because, the Walking, Walking Dead, Dead is tonight, nigga. We back. Mm-hmm. Oh, I about. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Fuck okay. that yes. bullshit. Right. Mm-hmm. No Grammys Word. for me. Not for me either. 
popular music's most prestigious night is upon us the 57 grammys uh 57 annual grammys will air at 8 p.m on cbs so you get one hour watching this before walking dead yeah, uh, if i watch that's all you don't get out of me and they even say beyonce's performing well she better come on after the walking dead if not i have to catch her later oh she'll be near the end right um so most of the grants will be given out ahead of the televised ceremony and in total there will be more than 80 winners on sunday um soulful newcomer sam smith and pop queen beyonce lead the pack with six nominations each the uh here's a list of the grammy nominations record of the year iggy azalea and charlie xcx fancy that she'll probably win uh saya chandelier i don't know who that is i don't know that song either Yeah, most of these people i don't know who they are sam smith stay with me which i believe got accused of being plagiarized didn't it uh-oh for oh for, for what for tom petty that stay with me or some shit like that oh yes yeah I, yeah because it's an old school so could you play both well here's chandelier i guess party girls don't get hurt can't feel anything when will i learn i push it down push it down i'm the one for a good time call phone's blowing up bring up my doorbell i feel the love I guess um yeah don't do nothing for me yeah it was tom petty he sued sam smith and um he actually won they settled um according to the writers of the song they hadn't even heard tom petty song but it just happened to sound kind of alike Mm -hmm. i believe that play can you play the different i gotta figure out which song what's the name of the tom petty one okay um let's see the one note guitar riff that the strokes flows from Petty's American Girl uh is the break wait, what is this? Um uh, oh, okay, they're going through all of his. So Tom Petty, this is the third time this has happened to Tom Petty. Okay, it was Stay With Me and then I Won't Back Down were the ones. So Okay. Uh let me see. Stay with me, Sam Smith. Um uh, see if I can play this. Oh yeah, I can hear it already. Guess it's true, I'm not good at a one-night stand. But I still need love, cause I'm just a man. These nights never seem to go to plan. I don't want you to leave, will you hold my hand? Oh, won't you stay with me?
Sam Smith one. Okay. And it's Tom Petty. Nigga, what? Well, Same cadence and everything. Yep. A little, little faster. Just slow this shit down. Nope. This world from dragging me down. Gonna stand my ground. And I won't down. Yeah, I like that they just heard it and was like, just pay them. Like they didn't even fight it, go to court, nothing. Like, what how much you want, bro? We, right. we didn't even know. Right, because his lawyers are good and they was like, motherfucker, we sue you and okay, vanilla ice. Uh, then there's Megan Trainers all about that bass. I'm out to loop on a lot of the music, y'all. Uh, well, we can play it. Okay. Um, they had a kids' bot version as well on here. Duh. Oh, I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, 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 bass. That is dope. I I like that that song. Uh, And then, of course, the song that's going to win it, Taylor Swift, Shake It Off. Come on. Oh, Shake. Okay. Yeah. Shake It Off in this category. Yeah. She going to win. She going to win it. Um, Oh, yeah. Of course, she took her shit off of Spotify, but um, I can still play it through YouTube. But, you know, obviously, if anything wins but Shake It Off, I'm be disgusted with. uh, This whole process started. I don't need no. No. Shut up. (laughs) Why are we doing this right now? Um, uh, the goal here is to bring someone back from the dead. That one. Uh, I might go see this Lazarus effect though, because mm-hmm. uh, my man Donald Glover's in it. Childish Gambino. No, so he is. I, I'll probably go see it by yourself, son. That's fine. That's fine. I don't care. It don't look that scary. It look kind of like science fiction. So I'm, I'm in. See, I should just blast that girl into that closet and shrink it down with her brain. Mm-hmm. See how it was collapsing? Mm-hmm. Nope. I see I'm too late. late. Got nothing in my brain. That's what people say. Mm-hmm. That's what people say. Mm-hmm. I go on to 
many days But I can't make them stay That's what people say That's what people say But I keep cruising Can't stop or stop moving It's like I got this music In my mind saying it's gonna be alright That's what they don't see. Mm-hmm. That's what they don't see. Mm-hmm. I'm dancing on my own. Dancing on my own. Make the most of it go. Ah, that's gonna win everything. She the best. Oh yeah, yeah, she gonna win. And uh, uh, you 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 changed my heart because I like this song. Like I don't have listen to any other music, but this song right here, I love this song. Yeah, you was hating when I first played it. Yes, and I was sure love was rolling my eyes looking at you side-eyed, but after a while, my foot started tapping. Yeah, it's good. You can't deny that shit. Taylor no, Swift. that that beat. Taylor Swift <laughs> got the, the, that fire. Right. The, now, yeah, her, her talent is a whole other thing, but the people that, like, produce her shit, they was like, we gonna make you like this shit. Like, yep. God damn it. Yes. 1989, man. Gotta get that album. Album of the year, Beck, Morning Phase. Beck came out with an album this year? I had no fucking idea. Nobody I know talked about it. I blame where's my 40 acres for this. They right, because you know, Brandon be on top of everything. Yeah, they didn't even discuss it on there. So I guess I have to check that out. Uh, Beyonce, Beyonce. I mean, come, come on. on. Ed Sheeran, X, Sam Smith, and the Lonely Island, Pharrell Williams' girl. Man, that's some pretty stiff competition right yeah, there, man. Yeah, I, I like that Pharrell. I'm not even going to lie. da 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 that for real, I bumped the hell out of that for real. I feel like Beyonce album feel like it came out two years ago. And it's just now getting nominated, but. Um, yeah, because you know, because it came out, but it came out and it missed. Missed that, the deadline. Right. Yeah, for so, the first year. Right. So that's why it's, it's getting his accolades this year. It need to win everything. Uh, song of the year, Megan Trainer, all about that bass. Hosier, take me to church. Jose, Jose, mm-hmm. um, I guess we'll see who we can Let's see. Take me to church. My lover's got humor. She's a giggle at a funeral. Knows everybody's disapproval. Should have worshipped her sooner. If the heavens ever did speak, she's the last true mouthpiece. Every Sunday's getting more bleak. Fresh each week we were born sick you heard them say it my church offers no absolutes she tells me worship in the bedroom the only heaven i'll be sent to is when i'm alone with you i was born sick but i love you and me to be well amen okay i have heard this before i've heard that that's right, that's all the songs I've heard. The rest of it I'd never heard. Take me to church, I worship like a dog at the shrine of your life. I'll tell you my sins and you can shop in your night. Offer me that deathless death 
definitely adding that to my white people cheese eating list on spotify <laughs> that seemed like a good fit uh the other songs shake it off uh chandelier and sam smith stay with me dark child version so that one hadn't been stolen so maybe that's the one they can keep i don't know apparently so um i didn't even know there was another version um let me see if i can if it's even on here stay with me um i don't even see another oh dark child version all right let's see dark child guess it's true i'm not good at a one-night stand i can't tell the difference me this shit sound the same but i still need love That's Mary J. Blige. Well, now we know the difference. There you go. So that that answered that question. Yeah. All right. Totally different song. She add that same, add that sadness to it. Uh, best new artist Iggy Azalea, Bastille, Brandy Clark, Haim, and Sam Smith. I only know Iggy, Sam Smith, and not the other three. Mm-mm. So I'm gonna go with Iggy gonna win it because that's what makes black people the best. Best pop solo performance, John Legend, All of Me, Sia, Chandelier, Sam Smith, Stay With Me, Taylor Swift, Shake It Off, Pharrell Williams, Happy. Um, I hope Taylor Swift wins that. Um, oh, yeah. Let's see. Best du- pop duo group performance, Iggy Azalea and Charlie X, X, CX for uh, Fancy. Uh, Coldplay, A Sky Full of Stars. I refuse to play Coldplay. I hate they sad-ass songs. <laughs> a great big world featuring Christina Aguilera. Say something. Uh, you want to hear that one or no? I guess we can. Gonna have a lot of runs in it. <laughs> she do be. She do be going on the Ooh. runs. Say something, I'm giving up on you. I'll be the one if you want me to. Anywhere I would have followed you. for like a beat to drop or something to change i'm gonna fast forward a little bit because i can't take this shit depressing ain't it yeah
nah, that's suicide music. They can't win for that. Um, right. Be chopping your wrist off. Ariana Grande, Jesse J, and Nicki Minaj, Bang Bang. I think we saw them perform that at the BET Awards or something like that, or Music Awards. I think so. Um, and Katy Perry with Juicy J, Dark Horse. Oh, Lord. Hopefully that wins. Have you already heard that? Mm-mm. All right, hold on. Uh, anytime you get Juicy J on something, it's going to be... uh going to be good and ignorant. Yeah. Wait a minute. This is the remix. What is the uh, just regular version? There we go. She had brought Juicy J to the Super Bowl. Man, that would have been, been everything. Yeah, she would have broke this out of Super Bowl. Man. She would have changed a lot of black women's minds. Um, man, that's, yeah, I like that, man. They ain't ready for Juicy J. Best traditional pop vocal album, Tony Bennett, Cheek to, uh, Lady Gaga, Cheek to Cheek, Annie Lennox, Nostalgia, Barry Manilow, Night Songs, Johnny Mathis, Sending You a Little Christmas, and Barbara Streisand with various artist partners. I don't care about that list at all. Best pop vocal album, Coldplay Ghost Stories. Miley Cyrus Bangers. Ariana Grande, My Everything. Ain't that your shit? Ariana Grande, just no. that. Which one? Bangers? Yes. Oh, yeah. Actually, I did like Miley Cyrus Bangers yeah. album, man. Like, yeah. I didn't really have no problem with that shit. Um, I mean, it wasn't, like, memorable in any way, but it was, like, gym music kind of shit like just throw it on and listen to it in the background i don't know i i didn't find her as reprehensible as other people but but that's also because i don't really fall much into following her personal life correct so i people's like you know she got she twerking on stage i'm like i don't give a fuck about that girl <laughs> right so she's not that important to me whatever she wants to do let me know when she starts saying the n-word i guess i get mad i don't know uh, I did like Ariana Grande's Break Your Heart Right Back song, but not the whole album. Uh, Katy Perry, Prism, um, Ed Sharon X, and Sam Smith in a Lonely Hour. I think Sam Smith's gonna win, cause that seemed to be everybody's boo this year. I ain't it though. Um, you know he bringing R&B back? Right, he the white face of R&B. How gonna cross over don't never cross over to us? <laughs> cross over <laughs> ain't nothing but a double cross. Uh, best dance record, Basement Jacks, Never Say Never, Clean Bandit featuring Jesse Glenn, Rather Be. Oh, these are songs? What do they mean, dance record? Do they mean te- techno? 
I don't know, but yeah, isn't that dance recording? Right, because my definition of dance and techno ain't the same. I know Never Say Never by Brandy. You know, yeah. But Never Say Never by Basement Jacks. Yeah, Let me see. Now that Katy Perry is what I call dancing. I don't call no techno music dancing. Oh, never mind. We try. We love. We conquered. I won't forget the taste. Hold up now, that's why we hot fire. Oh yeah, I fucked with this already. Beat drop. Yeah, this sounds like some good gay music. Hell yeah, this might go on the list. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Black and sticks. Rainbows, short shorts, and thigh high boots. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I like that. Now that's dance music. I don't know about the rest of it, but I like that song. That's what that's what the category is: dance recording. Uh, Clean Bandit featuring Jess Glenn or Glenn, rather be. Um, I don't know nothing about that. All right, I admit I'm old, y'all. I don't be keeping up on the fast like y'all kids. Violin. We're a thousand miles from comfort. We have traveled land and sea. But as long as you are with me, there's no place I'd rather be. This is make it pop. I like to beat to the other one better. You say you like to beat to the other one better or this one? Mm-hmm, the other one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I the, think... the, the bass in that was heavier. Yeah, I, this is yeah. more of a of a lollipop bass. Yeah, like, I don't like... even think it's close. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's clearly uh, the better bass line. Right. Uh, in this joint, but yeah, I, I, I don't mind these dance songs. Not too bad, man. Like. I'm adding all these to my um cheese eating list, man. Um <laughs> all, this is my white music jams. This make your credit rating go up. Uh what was that? <laughs> Disclosure featuring Mary J. Blige F for you. I've never heard that song. I think she was cussing. Fuck for you. Uh no, I'm married. Who knows? There's two versions. One just has regular and then one is six minutes and fifteen seconds with Mary J. I just can't picture Mary J. Blige make an upbeat, happy song since, you know, that I would like in a while.
no Mary, no thumbs down i'm no sorry mary. mary no i the, the first cool. the first one the, now that first one was my jam i like that first one what first one the first techno music song you played yeah 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 i, I know yeah but not this nah, no the last not that two, no that mary no I that say, was pretty bad i say no to that one and mary uh i got you duke demont featuring Jax jones um <laughs> wait hold on this is the remix hold on well it's just the regular version sound noisy <laughs> got a lot of shit happening sound like you want to tell your kids to stop playing hey, shut up in the background <laughs> sit y'all ass down turn that shit down and do your homework right and you know, your beat gonna drop somebody gonna rap over it <laughs> if it was your long division would you be loving that all right work on your times tables black parents always come on time tables That's just music for people that don't know how to dance. Um, right. And Zoo Faded. Mm, now, see, I like the title of this already. We'll see where it goes. feel like, that. you know, feeling good about this one. first one yeah the first one is the best but yeah. that last one that shit come on you better learn sound language because y'all fuckers ain't gonna hear each other y'all gonna be two feet from each other going ha what bass. yeah what best can't dance, hear you best dance electronic album uh i don't care about those mm-hmm. but i do hope little uh dragon wins because okay they they got little dragon naboomba rubber band and that's my goddamn shit what the fuck is that Oh, you know some little dragon. Uh, okay. Hold on, hold on. Cause I play it before the show all the time. Hold on, um, let me put it in here. <laughs> no, be no people names. Well, they got pretty girls and they got clap clap. Oh, I like this song. Girls don't mind with my high screen dip. 
somebody found us dancing You can turn off and feel better When everything's clear like cold weather Go feel better, feel better My heart said You can turn off and never wake up Everything's clear, my breath feels like fake, feel bad Yes, now I like that. I didn't know that was their names, but yeah. I like that. And they got uh pretty girls. Uh which is my shit too. Hold on. Has to play that now. They lyrics don't make no sense, but I don't care. The green mermaid and the wavy mane, the California dream. Riding a unicorn through your dally, the free fantasy. The carefree, the beginner's love, the sugar don't live up. Sailing on a banana peel, you'll see stars growing up. You magnify the universe. Grab your purse, grab your luck. Pretty girl, don't get stuck. Name it for the boy, you'll see fast luck. TV dreams, pretty girl, don't get struck. Yeah, them niggas so eccentric. Anyway, I hope they win because I don't listen to these other albums. Uh, Best Contemporary Instrumental Album. Uh, yeah, I don't care about any of these. Mm-hmm. And Best Rock Performance. Ryan Adams, Give Me Something Good. Arctic Monkeys, Do I Want to Know. Beck, Blue Moon, The Black Keys, Fever, and Jack White, Lazaretto. I hope he win because that, 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 that album is sick as shit. And then a bunch of other stuff I don't care about. Let's get to the ones we do. Mm-hmm. Um, best R&B performance. Beyonce featured Jay-Z, Drunk in Love. Chris Brown featured Usher and Rick Ross, New Flame. Jennifer Hudson with R. Kelly, It's Your World. Let It See Like This and Usher, Good Kisser. I mean, I think we all on no, record no, for no. that Drunk in Love. Right. Um... I haven't even heard this R. Kelly with Jennifer Hudson song, and I refuse to. I don't think he want to. Chris Brown, even Usher. though I'm a big Legacy fan, she definitely not gonna win. Yeah, Chris Brown featuring Usher and Rick Ross, New Flame. I haven't mm-hmm. heard that, they're but not, I yeah, they're not hey, any Chris Brown song. Anything he um not a big fan of his music. Uh, Great dancer though. Great just, dancer, uh, man. And the thing is, like uh, him and Karaki Maru um keep falling out and getting back together. And I heard that uh people have said that the album his new album is pretty decent but i i just can't do it i'm like fuck hell man best traditional r&b performance marcia ambrosius and anthony hamilton as have you, do you let me know if you want me to play any of these Karen. i don't care yeah, what's that one all right as by uh marcia ambrosius and anthony hamilton um uh, let's see um there we go 
It's on the Best Man Holiday. So it must be good and sad. Plus, all Anthony Hamilton songs kind of sad, you know. Why you leave me again? Because his voice just sounds like, like brown liquor voice. I know. I seen him out of Harris Teeter with his kids. I didn't even speak because I was just like, man, mm-hmm. he probably going to say something sad. Yeah, cool dude, though. After around the sun, the earth knows she's revolving. And the rosebuds know to bloom in early May. Just as hate knows love to cure. Can rest your mind sure that I'll be loving you always. Can't nobody say because you know what? It's something about his voice and black pain like when he when he sings, you really feel the black pain. You be like, damn dog, I'm I'm sorry she left you. I'm sorry you lost your job. Right. Can I buy you a brown bag of liquor, sir? A brat, yep. Uh, Angie Fisher, IRS. Two thousand bucks would save my life. Oh, Damn. shit. Angie Fisher. I have to check you out. She about sound like your other girl. Mm-hmm. Talk about Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. I, now this now this voice right here is like a, like a power voice. This 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 is that voice where if if she's going through something, everybody gonna know her pain. I like this a lot. Yes, I do. You better sing it. Oh, that's how much your paycheck was. Oh my god. Mm. She got me making stank face. <laughs> oh my gosh, she has a gorgeous voice. Holy Angie Fish, I've never, never heard, heard of you. And on Spotify, her song got less than 10,000 plays. Oh my god. That's her most popular song. It oh got my- less than 10,000 plays. When when they, when they, Nigga. When, when they say somebody is meant to sing, she, no, she don't sing. She sings. She, like she like this right there, that's uh, a voice that is coming from her soul. You know how people saying you be like, that's coming from, from from within you. That right there is coming from within that woman. Oh my God, that's beautiful. That pressure makes diamonds, diamonds, diamonds. My mama told me, my mama told me that a Oh my God. 
damn. Oh my Edgy God. Fisher. That's beautiful. Honey, we need to collect that $2,000 for, for her. Real. Honey. Start a Kickstarter. Right, honey. The IRS is giving her some problems. What is your PayPal? Right. Can we well, put some on this right now? The IRS, honey, is giving you issues, honey, and you is singing about that pain. She need to win. Oh my God, that's beautiful. Robert Glasper experiment featuring Layla Hathaway and Malcolm Jamal Warner. Theo! <laughs> For a song called Jesus Children. That ain't gonna be the IS though, I'm sorry. Yeah, Jesus Children. First of all, Theo sing? I when, didn't know that. Since when? Mm-hmm. Is this like a thing that I should have known that everybody's known, but I didn't know? Cause I, I had no fucking idea Theo was out here on these tracks. The Robert Glassman experiment is a good album, though. It's a, it's like a religious album that don't sound religious to me. Nobody by Lord have mercy. Shit, she's seen that. That that live to uh, clear her taxes. I know. There's a song called Nobody by somebody called K E M Kim. But uh I'm not even finding that. Oh, let's see. Yeah. Here's the artist. Nobody. Alright, let's see. <clears throat> Pray for me. I don't trust him already. Black man, no, no, no facial hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no facial hair. So I can know. Oh, is this a remake? This is definitely a remake. Cause I'm like, I know these lyrics. I lied to myself, but I can't deny the truth. Hey, girl, I'm losing control. Cause all I want is you, baby. to my rotation of songs that i listen to every once in a while put that on there but um it's not fucking with the irs though Mm -mm. oh shit wait a minute though Uh uh-oh oh it's a battle of now this is my other boo now Uh uh-oh i discovered her because i um was making a list for love and Mm hip-hop and i remember when i found this song everybody in chat was like oh this is my shit now this might be a good battle antonique smith Hold up, wait a minute. Okay. Where's that IRS? 
raging war Hell with peace Wait a minute Wait a minute Hold up, wait a minute You gonna lose. But IRS, man, it's gotta be Angie Fisher, dog. She need I, to win. IRS is, I'm be rooting for her on this one. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm so, I feel in love with that song, honey. That mm. woman sings from the depths of her soul. She made me want to pay my bills. That, that woman was like, you gonna feel this pain through this song. I believe her. Yeah, honey, she put tears all on that song. Best R&B song, Drunk in Love, Beyonce and Jay-Z. Oh, this is for writers. Uh, Good Kisser, Usher, New Flame, Options, Luke James featuring Rick Ross, the Wolf James version, and The Worst by Jaheen Iko, who I refuse to play on the show. She's so boring. Um, Best album. I believe you. Best urban contemporary album. Sell out Beyonce. Sell out at Jaheen Iko. Beyonce by Beyonce. Chris Brown X, Molly Music, Molly Is, and Pharrell Williams Girl. I hope Beyonce wins, but that's oh. going to be closer between her and Pharrell. Pharrell had a big year yeah. two years ago. And I'm not going to lie, that girl album is everything. I really enjoyed that album. Yeah, I just hope Beyonce wins. Um, best R&B album, Islander by Bernhoft, Ilo Black, Lift Your Spirit, Tony Braxton and Babyface, Love, Marriage, and Divorce, Robert Glassman Experiment, Black Radio 2, Oh, Sherry Jones and the Dap Kings give the people what they want. Mm, I hope Sherry Jones and them win. Hey, yeah, that's your jam. Mm-hmm. I wonder. I don't even know if I got that album. Give the people what they want. Um, have to. Uh, yep, it is on Spotify, and I just did make that playlist. Can't believe didn't know about that. Thank you, Grammys. Uh, let's see, Childish Gambino, three hundred five is best rap performance. Drake, zero to a hundred to catch up. Eminem, Rap God, Kendrick Lamar, I, and Lecrae, All I Need Is You. Oh, man. I'm going to assume Eminem going to win because he white or Drake, maybe. But uh, I think Kendrick should win for I. Uh, and, of course, just having, having my man 305. Is, uh, is I on? Yes? Go ahead. Is, is I on one of his singles? Yeah, you. I played it before the show a lot. Uh, okay. You know it. Um, hold on, I'll play it for you. Um, let's see. Uh, why is it taking so long? Next time, name your song like a couple letters longer, bro. Okay, okay. I didn't know that's named this song. Yeah. Yes, okay. I've heard this before. This is the world for me. I've been through a whole lot. 
trial, tribulation, but I know God. Satan wanna put me in a bow tie. Praying that the holy water don't go dry. Yeah, yeah. As I look around me, so many motherfuckers wanna down me. Put a little bit but I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. So shot everybody looking at you crazy. Crazy, what you gonna do? Lift up your head and keep moving. I let the paranoia haunt you. Peace the fashion, police. I wear my heart on my sleeve. Let the runway start. You know the man's supposed to love company. What do you want from me? From my scars, everybody lack confidence. Everybody lack confidence. How many times my potential was anonymous? How many times the city making me promises? So I promise this. I love myself. I love that song, man. That song came right on time. But I didn't know that was the name of it. That's why I was like, ah. Best rap song collaboration, uh, Common featuring Jane Echo, Black Magic. Nope. Sound like Sleep Magic. <laughs> Sleep Number Magic. Uh, Eminem featuring Rihanna, The Monster. I Love McConan featuring Drake, Tuesday. Is that that going up on a Tuesday song? I have no idea. I think that I'm might be. Say, now, you know you're asking the wrong person. Um, I, you know, I see Drake now these days and I'm just like, eh. Got the club going up on a Tuesday. Got the girl in the cut and she choose it. Going up on a Tuesday. Got the girl in the cut she choose on a Tuesday, got your girl in the cut and she chooses. Squad going up. Nobody flipping packs now. I just did three in a row. Them shows is back to back to back now. Put the world on a sound. You know, party in the weekend. Ain't got no motherfucking time. Party on the weekend. Tell Jello bring the juice. We about to get lit. Yeah, uh, that's gonna probably win. Uh, that bullshit right there. On a Tuesday. Like somebody in the chat said, nigga, I gotta go to work on a Wednesday. What? You can talk about in the middle of the week. No. Unless I got the whole week off. This is not happening. Schoolboy Q featuring BJ the Chicago Kids Studio. You know that one, right? No. I no. played it before the show, I too. Now, you know who you asking now. It was on that commercial for the headphones for Dre uh, Beats for AJ Green. Okay. I'm just sitting in the studio just trying to make you, baby, baby. Hey, I like the beat to this. But the song's so fucking dope, girl, it's hard not for me to play it, play it. To tell the truth, I wouldn't shoot in this booth that I was blazed with, blazed with. I like this. So I'm just sitting in the studio just trying to get to you, baby. See, I've been in the studio just trying to get to you, baby. 
All night laying verses that I'd rather lay with you, baby. Brought in panties, matching nail and toes, all on kind of lady, lady. Angel out of heaven, such a God just have a nigga praying, praying. I'm just sitting in the studio, just trying to get to you, baby, baby. Y'all fuck with that song. Um, I like that song. And then they have, uh, what's the other one? Oh, Bound 2, Kanye and Charlie Wilson. So that might win. You, you know, I, I about to say, I heard that one too, ain't I? No, I ain't. Yeah. I don't remember that one. Um, Not no Charlie Wilson and Kanye. I don't remember that mix. Let me see. I'm uh, pretty sure you know it. Oh, yes. I've heard this song. I'm in love. I'm in love. Uh-huh, honey. All the mother niggas lame and you know it now. When a real nigga holds you down, you're supposed to drown. Bam! Bam! Yeah, everybody know this song. The video with Kim K. Oh, went on that damn motorcycle. Yep. She said she only here for a girl birthday. They order champagne, but still look thirsty. Rock forever 21, but just turned 30. I know no, I got a bad, bad reputation. Walk around, always mad reputation. Leave a pretty girl, sad reputation. Start a fight club, rad reputation. I turn the nightclub out of the basement. I turn the plane around your ass, keep complaining. How you gonna be mad on vacation? Just the one around all these Jamaicans. Uh, this that prom shit. This that what we do, don't tell your mom shit. This that red cup all on the lawn shit. Got a fresh cut straight out the salon, bitch. Get him, Charlie. I'm loving, I'm loving with nobody to love. Nobody, nobody. Close your eyes and let so maybe that'll win. I, I hope know. so. And the thing, the thing about it, I don't care what nobody says. BET will never have a better BET award show than the year that Charlie Wilson performed. That was the one of the best performances that I've ever seen on TV live. It, and, and 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 because the way he performed, we we weren't even in the room. But goddamn it, he sang so good. I felt like I was in the room with everybody else partying. Mm. That's a performer. Well, uh, they also have best rap song, Anaconda, Nicki Minaj. No. Oh, no, 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 no. No. Yeah, you got a big ass, but no to that song. Bound 2, uh, I, Kendrick Lamar, We Them Boys, Wiz Khalifa, and Zero to 100, The Catch Up Drake. I don't, you know what? I don't know nothing about Wiz Khalifa other than he was married to that girl. That's all I know about that nigga. <laughs> and he got dreads and he looked funny. Like, I never heard his music. I don't know nothing about that dude. That girl would be Amber Rose, by the way. <laughs> Best rap album, Iggy Azalea, the new classic. That's going to win. Countess Gambino, Because of the Internet. Common, Nobody Smiling, Eminem, Marshall Mather, LP2. Obviously, Moron, Schoolboy Q, and Wiz Khalifa, Black Hollywood. I hope, Ugh. uh... Childish wins, but Iggy go Iggy gonna sweep probably every category that she's been nominated. Yeah, she in. sold so many fucking albums. Oh man. yeah, oh yeah, she gonna win. And then they got a bunch of country shit out. Care about New Orleans? No jazz. country. All right, no country for country. The rest of the shit we don't care about. All right. Uh, so that's our Grammys predictions. Um, 
most of it we you don't get an hour before and if it's coming on after the walking dead we'll watch after that but yep. other than that we're gonna record that shit i have to watch beyonce later hopefully she don't perform while zombies are getting stabbed yep we're going uh quite a long time today so um see maybe we'll uh we'll cut out bottle alert for today we'll do bottle alert tomorrow yeah um, we'll do bottle alert to, tomorrow y'all let's go maybe we'll do a double dose of bottle alert tomorrow yeah we'll give y'all two tomorrow so uh and then i feel like we were fucked with enough on that article we covered earlier <laughs> yes yeah i don't, don't know we so, yeah we, we've been fucked with with the guns the, yeah, yeah yeah i'm fine fucked with enough today all right so we'll just get to uh the uh guess the race mm-hmm. now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcasts and we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today at the chat room to guess the race and the chat room is racist. All right. You okay back there, Karen? Yes. Sorry. All right. <clears throat> All right. So let's get into some good guess the race for people. Um, here's one. A woman left a toddler in a ta- in a cab so she could go rob a store. <laughs> According to police. <laughs> Wilmington, Delaware. Police say a woman took a cab to and from a convenience store robbery and left a one-year-old daughter in the vehicle during the crime i'll be right back she left with the taxi cab driver <clears throat> yeah she said hold on i'll be right back so he a getaway driver don't he know it yep hold on. delaware state police say the robbery happened at 325 a.m tuesday on a tuesday <laughs> troopers say a woman indicated she had a handgun and demanded money from a clerk police say the clerk gave the woman money the suspect fled in a yellow minivan cab officers found the taxi and the driver <laughs> who did not know what had happened in the wawa and the driver told police where he had dropped the woman off troopers arrested 29 year old amanda paoletti police say her one-year-old daughter had been in the cab during the robbery paoletti was charged with robbery and endangering the welfare of a child guess the race of amanda paoletti chat room uh blacker than coves they closed right eye damn black ass rob with the timely guest um Alice Capone said Chuck Spears. Uh, Sad, this is a nigger crime. Sad to say black, said Markham Lee. Uh, and Shauna says, going white on this one. Zahar says, only a white woman could be so bold. Ijiro says, we'll fall out if Iggy wins black. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda White says Lucy. And recognized taste says black. The correct answer it is. is and most of you guys got it absolutely wrong. She was white. That do sound like a black crime because she wouldn't prepare. She didn't have a getaway car. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. all that shit said black. Some people got it right. put the baby in the cab and rob the store who need a babysitter when you're doing a robbery for a one-year-old at that a one-year-old in the car yeah, you can roll come on let's go um let's see what else we got here uh um apparently some high school teachers thought it was a good time to get sexy with some kids 
uh south hills high school teacher melody lippert allegedly met a group of male students in november at, at a beach where she gave them alcohol and engaged in a sexual relationship with one of them according to orange county sheriff's department a few weeks later lippert allegedly set up an overnight camper trip to the same beach with some students <laughs> along with michelle <laughs> gahirily who had who had taught at the South Hills before being assigned to work in the school district offices. The two women are suspected of having sexual relations with the students during that trip, which was not sponsored by the schools. So apparently they uh fucked the students. Uh, one of them fucked one student one time and then went back and said, we need to set up an entire, like, gangbang. Uh, ah! Yeah. Two West Covina teachers were arrested after allegations surfaced that they had sex with students on a camping trip to the beach. The Orange County Sheriff's Department says it happened at San Clemente State Beach in November on a trip that was not sponsored by the school. They say Melody Lippert provided the South Hills high teen boys with alcohol, then had sex with one. Several weeks later, she and Michelle Girelli were accused of having another trip with the same students. They were accused of having sex with two students. They were both released this afternoon on bail and are expected to be in court on Wednesday. Mm, going up on Tuesday. <laughs> uh, so, uh, guess the race chat room. One whose ancestors owned people. Lucy says, camping on the beach, white. Chuck Spears says, one who really misses spring break but doesn't know how freak, know what freaknik is. Oh, Lord. Only white women can be so bold. Bleach, black women not getting their hair wet white. Oh, beach. Okay. Why does they come? One who was not afraid of sharks because they know black jaws only eats niggas white. Whitey McWhiterson, all you guys got it right. Let me put that picture in the chat for y'all so y'all can see. Um, by the way, I like the girl on the right that got convinced to go the second time, the 30 year old. Right. Her face looks so much like, oh, I'm disgusted with myself. Right. Like she could, like she stopped crying just long enough to get that picture taken. Right. And went back to crying. Of course. Um, let's see. All right. Here's another one. Meet the happily married woman. Uh, who was married to two cats for more than a decade people love their pets but few love them in a manner that is giddily reported on by british tap oh come on guys it's white what am i doing yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry guys you're not even gonna waste their time why even read that that that's that's just unfair to the whole the whole test um let's see that's not even the challenge to that one yeah and that's my fault really um let's see does this one have a picture of the boy yeah all right um uh school stops an ambitious teenager's attempt to take his friend's mother to prom after he launched an online campaign with racy images a teenager's attempt to take his friend's attractive mother to the prom has been foiled by his school after the boy's online campaign to make it happen swept across the internet virginia high school student anthony paniski paniski wait panissi uh, took to Twitter on Thursday night asking people to help a dude out with a series of racist images t- of his friend's mother. The senior oh. at Patriot High School in Virginia, suburbs of Washington, D.C., had asked his friend Chloe Albright if he could take her mother to the prom if he got enough online support. 
after his friend said 500,000 retweets would be required and expressed her doubts that he could achieve this total, Panissi posted the conversation to Twitter with the images of Chloe's mother. Uh, and then he said, help a dude out. Um, but, but after 80,000 people retweeted his post, school officials stepped in and told him to stop his online campaign. His friend also seemed to be unimpressed at his antics and the thoughts of her mother are unknown. Many Twitter users found Anthony's elaborate prom proposal hilarious, but others called him out for being inappropriate. Chloe, for one, did not find it too amusing. Uh, why am I being, he, he says, why am I being labeled as perverted and horny like nothing about that tweet was perverted or horny? I have respect for her mom. <laughs> really? My school admin asked me to take the tweet down. Sorry to let everyone down, he says. Uh, he had a picture of the mom and all this. If you retweeted Anthony's tweet, I don't like you, says Chloe. Uh, right, so like she, you've never heard of MILFs? She no longer thought the joke was funny. Um, all right, man. Well, uh, guess the race of the kid, uh, in this, uh, Anthony Paninski. Uh, let's see the chat room. One whose life sounds like a CW series white. Everyone knows all white folks stay on the outskirts of DC. On, on Twitter, begging for a date, white. One who spends hundreds of dollars at the new on the new Yeezys in an attempt to prove he's down with black folks, so white. One who gets sunburned and thought Stacy's mom had it going on, white. <laughs> white. Only a white kid can be so bold. The correct answer is white. You guys got it right. So I put the mom in there, then I put him in there. But uh, yeah, the, my mom was cute, man. You know, uh, but he about you get his talking about nothing perverted, whatever, nigga. Mm-hmm. Going to the mom prom, try to get some of them draws. Got to try it. Uh, bonus round. Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race for this bonus round against the race. So far, people all over the place. Let's see if they can keep it going in the bonus round. Everyone's getting nervous. Early Monday morning, Florida police received a call about a naked couple on top of a car. Oh. In an auto dealership. <laughs> That's right, Karen. I guess it was on sale. Uh, it was just before 3 a.m. on Monday when West Palm Beach police answered a call about a naked couple atop a van in the parking lot of Mike's Auto Sales off Dixie Highway. The caller said he heard Aaron Bird, 18, and Ramon Mitchell, 29, moaning as he was on the sidewalk. Oh. When the pair caught him looking at them, according to the West Palm Beach police report, they started yelling. While they were being arrested, cops allege Mitchell spit on the face of an officer. Both are charged with lewd and lascivious behavior, trespassing, and auto burglary, while Mitchell faces an additional charge of battery on a law enforcement officer. For thesunsentinel.com, Dylan Bauscher. All right, guess the race, everybody, of Aaron Bird and Ramon Mitchell. Let's check the chat room, see what they believe. Um, well, looks like they need a little more time. Meth head white, spit on an officer, didn't get killed white. Only a white couple can be so bold. White, says Michelle. White, says Lucy. 
like that's all the guesses for now everybody's scared to guess um all right well the correct oh he his wet back smeared the paint on the car latino the girl looks like she makes it nasty with wesley pipes white people oh. taker says black ass rob uh <laughs> all of you got it wrong uh you it was an interracial couple she's white he's black Absorbit. Silk, let it sink in. <laughs> oh man, that pick of him though, nineteen and twenty nine. Woo. Mhm. I guess uh, uh they 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 wanted to get up there and uh have a little bit of um expedition ex exhibitionist sex. Mm-hmm. They said he started yelling when when the when police saw him. Caught right. What you yeah. looking at, polices? Uh, well, y'all fucking outside, okay? A man is accused of hitting his pregnant girlfriend in the face with some steaks. <laughs> and then shooting at her car as she escaped. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't laugh like that. It happened Sunday in Mellington, Tennessee. Man. Uh, police say the couple was arguing when Jeremiah Genesis Taylor, 25, Began hitting his girlfriend in the face and the chest with stakes. Woo. Mm-hmm. Sounds like it was a lot at stake on this in this argument. The woman who was three months pregnant then tried to get away with the other her other child in their car. As they left, police say Taylor opened fire on the car. At least one bullet struck the bumper. Wow. Mm-hmm. Lucky he ain't tried to shank her. <laughs> One of them shanks of meat. Uh, yeah, with the T-bone. I know. A car could have T-boned somebody. <laughs> if he was, while she was trying to get away. Uh, police then barric- Taylor said barric- uh, police say Taylor then barricaded himself inside the home, was ultimately taken into custody uh, by a SWAT team. He is now being held on $7,500 bond for aggravated assault and reckless endangerment charges. Guess the race of Jeremiah Genesis Taylor. Oh, man. Man, was fucking up the girl with the meat. Black man wouldn't waste a good steak. White. Oh, Black, Lord. says Michelle. So those two contradict each other right away. Now, no word if the steaks were well done. That would be a very <laughs> big sign that he was black. Uh, only a person, only a people taker <laughs> would waste food like that. Buck shots and not get shot by the cops. White. Whiter than the sperm from meat beating. Tar, baby. Oh. Hmm, I'm going to go with black. SWAT team didn't kill him. White. Black folks can't afford steaks. <laughs> well, you know, the steaks is high. Is uh <laughs> right. Is what they always say here. Um, all right, the uh the correct answer is and many of you missed it. He was a black man. Some of you did get it right, though. Steak slapping. Right. 
thing when the police came over he was like officers this must be a mistake Put your shades on and walk away. <laughs> All right. It's time for the final segment, Sword Ratchetness. Police used a taser to subdue a 42-year-old man allegedly threatened, who allegedly threatened him with a sword in Rockingham. Officers arrived at a man's home at 7 a.m. on Wednesday to arrest him for breaching a violence restraining order. The man allegedly ran into a room at the rear of the house and attempted to shut them out. When police forced their way inside, the man was allegedly brandishing the sword with a 55-centimeter blade. He allegedly threw two glass objects, one hitting a male officer who was not injured because he threw like a bitch. The officer used a taser and a capsicum spray to subdue the man who subsequently charged with assaulting police officer, obstructing police, escape legal, escaping legal custody, going armed to cause fear and breaching a VRO. He was remanded to custody and is next due to appear in Rockingham Magistrates Court February the 4th. All right, guys, that's it for today. Adam and Eve, Code TBGWT. Get your shit before Valentine's Day. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Uh, your girl, your man, your boy, your whatever. Treat each other and get all sexy time for Valentine's. Yes, and remember uh, The Walking Dead comes on tonight. Remember, we use hashtag day walking for people that want to see our comments on uh, The Walking Dead. And remember, uh, the night is Wednesday this week. I mean, starting this season. Last season was Tuesday. We will cover The Walking Dead on Wednesday with Justin. Yep, so we'll see you guys uh, tomorrow, and we will have ball alert and everything for everybody tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So uh, buy erotic, Best Erotic Karen on iTunes, and uh, make sure you guys check out um, Adam and Eve, man. Appreciate everybody staying through the technical difficulties. I know we, we lost do. a lot of people when Spreecast went down, but, but uh, shout out to back. Vocal. Right. And uh, hopefully Spreecast will be working tomorrow. All right, guys, talk to y'all later. Until then, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.